0: Get out of the way! Uh, Beavis! Why aren't you in class?
1: You stay the hell out of
0: this, McFaker. I'm sick of you always telling me what to do. What? <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm the principal! I'm supposed to tell you what to do! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to stop blaming others for your, um, for your denials. And, um, you're supposed to decide what you'd be or something. Yeah, McDecker. Uh, but... <laughs>
2: Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale.
0: Er, er, you're in pain. Yeah, burr. I'm in pain and it's cold.
2: And it's cold. Aren't you at your house?
0: I am at my house. It is, uh, it got to 47 degrees this week. Wow. Yeah, not it's good.
2: It's cold in Rochester. And this it is. is episode 174 shit. How are we doing with this? 174. That's a lot of episodes.
0: That's a lot of episodes.
2: But we are not alone this week. We have a guest. <laughs> yeah, and it's not Zach. it's not Zach. <laughs> no, it's not always Zach. Like, we always say that, and it's just, it's, it's Zach. Sorry, Zach. We have an actual guest. We have an actual
0: guest. This is uh, John Moore from Easy Pinball. We talked about his product once, and we got him on because I actually assembled my product finally. It is the Stern... The guy who's doing the old cabinets for Stern electronic pinball machines. Hey, John.
3: Hey, how are you guys tonight?
0: All righty. So, John, I'm going to ask the most basic question we ever have on this podcast. How did you get into pinball?
3: Well, the first pinball machine I bought was in 1977, and I bought it with my paper route money. I was uh, seven years old at the time, and it was a Midway Raceway. I still have it, too. Oh, wow. (laughs) yeah, how many can people can say that they still have their machine forty some years later? Mm, I had mine for twenty
0: five my kiss. that was about it. Then I
3: sold it off. Yeah, and uh, in the uh, early '90s, when everybody was dumping all the solid-state Ballys and Sterns and stuff like that, I kind of fell in love with the uh, old Bally titles and uh, set out to acquire one of each of them. And uh, believe it or not, uh, this is one of the you know early 6800 processor, the 77 to 85 version Ballys. And uh, on January first, 2018, I completed my collection. I have one of each of them.
0: Holy for holies! Damn. <laughs>
3: It's it's a big garage. It takes a lot of room.
0: That's a lot of dedication. And there's some good games in there and there's some bad games in there.
3: Man, you you have some some really good ones and and oh. some of them that have great artwork and not so good playing.
0: Yes. One that comes to mind, Silverwall Mania.
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh how many games have you owned?
3: Oh gosh! Over the years, it's got to be well north of 300.
0: Nice. That's what we like to hear.
2: Wow, Bruce, he's got you on that one. I think.
0: Well, yeah, we're about three. I'm at 300 almost right now too.
2: Damn. So, yeah, I know. How scary is that?
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't have 300 currently. I have no, no. Just don't, just a little over 100 currently.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> oh, My
0: God. No, I have about 25 right now currently. And Ron, what do you have? 38. 30-something. Yeah, 30-something. So, John, uh, during COVID, you posted on Pinside that you were building Stern Electronics cabinets. Now, first, why Stern cabinets?
3: Well, the stern cabinets, were, the reason I chose them is kind of a, two, a self-serving reason and, and another reason is that you saw a lot of these reproduction parts were starting to come on the market here in early, you know, 1819 COVID, that kind of thing. And so Stargazer, Quicksilver, Sea Witch, and then you started to see on some of the sites that people were scratch building them. And I thought, you know, if you're going to have a brand new play field, backblast plastics, you can put in new displays, new electronics, get a new harness, gosh, you should probably have a new cabinet to put that in. So I felt that that was kind of an un- unserved part of the market, and I wanted to give that a try. And for a self-serving reason, I, I and three other friends were building scratch-built Quicksilvers anyway, so it kind of made sense to do it that way.
0: Mm. And I uh, got two of your cabinets, and they were the knock down versions.
3: Correct. Correct. Uh, the Part of the process with the Easy Pinball uh, design is to take the original cabinet and have it look identical to the classic stern on the outside but to minimize the parts count and use modern joinery, modern CNC machining techniques to down the parts count and then also to make it flat packable so that you can take and put that all on a shipping pallet uh, and ship it pretty much anywhere in the United States. Now, shipping costs have gone up a little bit, down a little bit, but uh, the, it's certainly much cheaper than trying to sell the, or sell to a ship in an assembled cabinet.
0: Mm-hmm. It was. It was pretty reasonable for me. And uh, I have luckily a wood paint clear coat guy in my repertoire of uh, things, which is his name is Vance. He finished assembling them a couple of weeks ago and Great. I got them and they look awesome. So uh, Thank you. very nice detail. He had, I think, maybe like one or two questions for you on a couple of things. He said the quality was excellent, which I agree it was totally excellent. And the wood is Heavy-duty, not crap wood, nice
3: solid. Yeah, you know, I use 13-ply imported plywood from Finland. This is the same multi-ply plywood that you would see, like, on a John Greatwich Witch playfield. It's a much, much higher density of plies per given density or thickness than you would see in the plywood that you buy at Home Depot or anything like that.
0: Yeah, it's really impressive, and uh, I got them. Now I just have to order the stencils. They're in my basement right now, and then we're going to set up a paint booth in, I think we're talking April in my house. We're going we're gonna to set up a paint booth, and we're going to spray them right in my garage for the stencils for both, and then we'll be able to show the pictures. But I will be posting pictures from my cabinets from Vance Building on our Till podcast Facebook page so everyone can see what I have even though it's, you see my dirty garage also, but you'll see w- <laughs> how nice they actually are and how impressive they are. And I've showed a couple of uh, friends who own a lot of Sterns, and they went, ooh, very cool. How do I get this? So that's why I said, let's get him on so he can tell the story behind the cabinets and everything else about it. And just, you know, you can get a general feel of that it's not like, I don't want people to think like it's a scam or anything, because it's not, I got these cabinets. We were We talked for a while, and then COVID came up, and we were trying to do some stuff. And I was behind a month or two. And then I contacted him. And I was like, "I'm ready. Sent you my money. <laughs> I sent a check." Two weeks later, he sent me a tracking number, and a week later, I had them in my possession. And then a week yeah, later, they went to Vance.
2: So, what games did you get them for?
0: I got mine for well, Dragon Fist, and I got mine for uh, the Shit Silver, which is my Quicksilver. But it was I actually got John doesn't even notice. My Quicksilver has been a re-import from Australia, and it was painted silver hmm. instead of green.
3: And, so and the nice I... thing about the Easy Pinball design is that it is generic for all of the solid-state sterns. Mm-hmm. So um, you can look at our website, easypinball.com, and see how the design works. But basically, if you have a chime game uh, like Memory Lane or you have an early sound game you know like Meteor or something later, this cabinet will hold and accommodate all the different styles of soundboards, all the different speaker arrangements. I tried very desperately to make sure that it fits every single narrow-body sterns.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no, you brought up a good point that I, would, I wanted to bring up to you, and you, know, you don't get asked this. Is there a possibility of a wide body eventually?
3: Absolutely. In fact, I, uh, one of the things that uh, I'm going to be at Pinagogo later this week, uh, also at Pinball Expo at the end of October, one of the things I'm very interested to find from folks is what cabinet can I reproduce for them next? And if the, the majority of folks want to have a Flight 2000 cabinet or a mm. widebody or a, a Classic Ballet, Classic Williams, Classic, you know, whatever it is, or a widebody, there's nothing here that we can't reproduce. It's all done precision CNC machinery, and it's all just programming of the CNC to do that. Nice.
0: But I definitely could use one for my cheetah.
3: <laughs> no problem. It's,
0: oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's foobard. So,
2: Dragonfist, are you going to try any kind of custom stencil with that? Nope. It's just going to say stern?
0: It's going to say stern. It's going to nah, be blue. Boring. And white. It's going to say stern. You know why? I like original. <sighs> you know that? I'm the one that still uses incandescent bulbs. Yeah,
2: he likes original. That's why he has a new cabinet. So here's a good opportunity <laughs> to put some actual artwork on the thing.
0: No, because I have a new cabinet because the old cabinet is falling apart like yours was. Yeah,
2: what do you mean was? It still is. I had to glue the bottom back in, and the pedestal is missing the whole front of it. So you can see all the wires going through. It's in great condition.
0: But, uh, yeah, so uh, I just wanted to get you on for that part and plus actually introduce yourself. Now you have 100 pins. What's your favorite and what's your worst? in your collection
2: so it's game you like game you hate oh well that's that's not well usually that's not one you own though but in this case he owns so many games this is going to be difficult
3: it will be (laughs) oh gosh you're you're putting me on the spot i would have to say probably probably my my favorite uh game of all time that it it seemed to have fallen followed me around as i've moved from the midwest to california was my centaur i i really have a soft spot for centaur I like Eight Ball Deluxe. I really find that to be a, a great game. As far as my least favorite game from the Bally Run, gosh, I oh, I Supersonic is the first one that comes to mind for me. But um, I'm sure that there's a lot of opinions on that. No, it's, just a it's a one. It's a one shot wonder.
2: It's a one flipper game. It's a one flipper game. And it's it's a it's an anti Steve Ritchie. It's like left flipper only. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> No,
0: oh, trust me. You're talking to two ballystern, Stern. You know we're old solid staters, so we definitely, uh, you know, we're
2: old solid staters. We're as old.
0: <laughs> we're as old. Okay. But uh, yeah, definitely. But... So you're going to be at you said Pinagogo, which is yep. coming up this week. We'll be probably putting this out probably Wednesday or Thursday as Ron normally does. So you'll be there, and then uh, will you have machine? You'll have cabinets there to look at and show.
3: Yes, I'll have an assembled machine at Pinagogo, or an assembled cabinet, I should say, and then also uh, some flat packs available for customers, along with a a couple of the Quicksilver and Stargazer insert panels. One of the things I want to also kind of talk to people about is how easy this goes together, which is hence why I came up with the name Easy Pinball. The modern joinery puts everything together in perfect 90-degree corners, It has alignment pins, so you don't have to worry about one being up higher than the other. You can assemble this cabinet with a couple of hand tools, a tension strap, you know, an old pinball strap that you hold it in your truck with, and in some, some glue. That's really what it goes together with. And we use tight bond number two, which any of you that are in, into cabinetry, it's available at every single big box hardware store. It's available everywhere. Thing goes together super easy. You can build the thing in your basement, in your floor of your garage in probably two or three hours. And it really minimal tools, minimal ex- uh, expertise needed in woodworking.
0: And how did your Quicksilver come out?
3: <laughs> quick, so I did Stargazer. Oh, Stargazer! Still, sorry. Yeah, we are still in the process of building up the playfield. So uh, the cabinets are ready to go, but we're still putting together the playfield. So, and then also you'll you'll know what a Bally aficionado I am. I'm going to probably really irritate the diehard Stern collectors, but I'm building my Stargazer all with Bally mechanicals.
2: Oh. 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 All right, interview over. Um, yeah, uh, thanks a
0: <laughs> I, no I, lot. I po- no plastic pop bumpers?
3: You
2: can use the ones from 8-Ball Deluxe and the later ones. They fit right uh, in. Uh, uh, uh. The whole thing about the Stearns is all the mechs are cheap, so they, they're great. That's why they're so good, because they're cheap. They're fast. <laughs> right, and, and, the, and the cabinets have held up so well in the last 40
3: years.
0: Oh, no, I agree with that. No, I agree with that, but... You know, the, I I like the feel of the plastic pop-up rings. I really do.
2: I think Bally, nice. Bally is like the well-built economy car. The Stern yes. is like the sports car made of plastic that will explode if it hits anything.
0: It's a kick car. <laughs> right? It's truly like a kick car, you know, the guy.
2: I think that's the best analogy I, I ever came up with with that. It's it's so true.
0: So, we got him on Game We Like, Game We Hate. And you're going to be at Expo, and you're going to bring out stuff for Expo, and Expo is a great show. I've sold there many, many years.
2: So if you are going to Expo or Pinnagogo, this is your chance to get your cabinets made. Yep, and then I'll
3: also have a a supply of cabinets available to buy at both shows. So yeah, like I say, if you can also email me, uh, it's easypinball at gmail.com, I like I say, everything I got for Easy Pinball, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube, all of that, nobody had taken Easy Pinball, so I knew that was the, the right name for the company.
0: Yes, it was. It was easy. Now I just need to get it all together. That's, the, that's my motivation now. And yeah, I will get I'm it so fixed. looking
3: forward to, to seeing that first easy pinball cabinet come together and, and actually up and playable, whether uh, you get it done first or I get it done first. I'm, I'm very <laughs> excited to, to see what happens.
0: <laughs> it's a race, the race to the end.
2: <laughs> Please do Quicksilver, just so the art looks a little better than just saying Stern on the side.
0: That is definitely the first one because that Quicksilver cabinet I got from Australia. Love you, Ryan
2: sucks. <laughs> did a kangaroo like take a dump on it or something? Is it just really?
0: Oh, well, the color, you know, is just terrible on it. And just, it was pretty rickety. It, all the basics are there. That's the good thing about that game. But just, ugh, like, they put Gottlieb head brackets from the backside. From a Gottlieb to two rails.
2: Oh, yeah. Like across the cabinet. back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. On this cabinet, like a Gottlieb. But it's really a stern. Why the hell did they do that? So, yeah, it's just a abused poor cabinet like somebody painted the rails and the
2: lockdown bar black and the coin door black why but again john will be at pentagogo and expo
0: beat ron maybe ron's gonna be going out there. yeah
2: i'll be going talk to john and let him know what kind of cabinets you want to see in the future you, you want to yes. see stern wide body cabinets let him know that just let him know what you want to see in the future
3: Definitely. I just need to have enough people come together so it it pencils out, and uh, I'm I'm happy to supply whatever that is. I've I've even been approached to uh, do a, a wacky Konami video game cabinet, and I said, "Hey, I'll <laughs> I'll make any cabinet as long as it's something that you know pencils out."
0: So uh, you're going to hang out with us, John, and we're going to talk about topics of the week of oh, actually three. Cool. We haven't been on in three weeks,
2: Ron. Something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of things have gone on, so...
2: I'm going to start with something that uh, John could have very well bought something from this auction if he was... He's not that far away from it. He's not. Museum of Pinball in Banning. They finished the second part of their auction, the second weekend. Yeah. And I I have to ask you, John, did you buy anything from them?
3: I did not. It was... So priced out of out of my range, I was not able to uh, land anything.
0: But you were looking. You were like, "Hey, this might be a good chance. I'm close by." Yeah.
2: What, what would you have bid on if the prices weren't so insane? I would have bought uh, or
3: bought. I would have been interested in the EM Evil Can the EM nice. Matahari, also the Matahari with the plastic playfield. Um, oh yes. I have a, a soft spot in my collection for plastic playfield games. I've got a few of them, so always like to add another one if I could, but uh, alas, that was not to be.
2: What would you have been on, Bruce, if it wasn't in absolutely insane?
3: Split second, maybe
0: far, a free fall, and uh, definitely I would have been interested in the 8-Ball Deluxe with the Alpha America
2: That's the one I would have been interested in.
0: Yeah, but oh my God. Crack money still, not just little. I, I, I know somebody else with one of those. Oh, really? So you, yeah. then we, know where eight, we know where two at E10 are.
3: <laughs> uh, there, there was more there was more than 10 made actually
0: really okay because we've heard 10
3: um there's probably well i if, if you want to get into the the nitty-gritties of it i i actually own yes. one and I've, and I've done some research on it um by a serial number split that i can kind of establish they made probably somewhere between 40 and 50 of them and mm. They were uh, actually uh, sent all to Aladdin's Castle, the Bally owned and operated uh, arcade chain back in the 80s, -hmm. uh, with the request that they went back to the factory. And uh, I had a connection uh, that worked for Bally at the time, and you're probably right, probably Ten survived because uh, he said that he saw almost all of them go in the dumpster.
2: Oh, that hurts. That hurts. Thanks,
3: Bally. Yeah, you know, it was just like the blue display kiss. Uh, they yep. made thirteen of them, and it's uh, absolute known that uh, they gave them away as Christmas presents at the holiday party at Bally, and only three of them were claimed, and the other ten went in the dumpster.
0: No, I don't want that. Nope, nope. Sorry, doesn't doesn't fit my profile in my house. Sorry. Little did
2: they know, forty years later, they could have sold them for ten thousand dollars. Little did they Easily. know. Easily. Well, you, you want to hear what the final total was? Oh, God. What, $5 oh, Ready? So, Sean uh, Week's collection was mm-hmm. worth $5,434,400. Wow. 18% yeah. of that is 978192 So, that would be for captain's auctions. Oh, God almighty.
0: <laughs> The hardest part is going to be getting those games all out of there through shippers. That is going to be the logistics nightmare from hell. Think about it. You know, you got maybe two to three or maybe 500 people going, hey, you'll like to pick up my game. Hey, I'm going to schedule a shipper, you know, and then you got to track it and make sure the right game goes to the right person. Ugh, scary.
2: They got to get them out of there, get ready for the pot factory. Yes. (laughs) Right. That's, well, and I wanted to bring one little, one little thing up because I mentioned this the last episode. We, we said how Replay FX must have been, the Replay Foundation must have been kicking themselves. They, they could have just auctioned all their stuff off and made way more money. Well, they actually couldn't do that. Yes, they couldn't. Got a little more info on that because that, that would have went against their, uh, what is it called, mission statement. Yes. To just try to maximize profits, basically, in selling all that. Because their games were actually owned by the Replay Foundation. The Museum of Pinball games were not, like we've said in the past, Museum of Pinball had almost no actual assets. The building and all the games are owned by John Weeks. So that's why he was able to sell them in this fashion.
0: Now, I have a question for you, John. Did you know? Yes. Okay. Okay. And did you volunteer your time there and your
3: help? I did not. I did a little bit of, I did, John did buy a couple of machines from me over the years. Okay. Um, And I, you know, I did know John. He, we hung out in the same, uh, back when the Orange County Pinball League was in effect and like, uh, I certainly have known him for a number of years. But at the last four or five years or so, when the Museum of Pinball has been open, i Really hadn't had much involvement with that. Part of it was personally just because I had started a family and, and just wasn't able to have that kind of free time to be able to do that anymore. Gotcha.
2: Oh, I just was just wondering, you know. And he's going to be at Expo. I, do you think he's going to drive up like in a new Porsche? Or like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: <have> big limo.
2: <laughs> or, or the Homer? Remember the Homer yeah, car? Yeah, the
0: Homer. Yeah.
2: With everything in it. <laughs> He's going to jump out. I got no respect at all. Go on. What the hell? <laughs> oh, God. So we're doing Caddyshack. Yes. Yes, we are. I, I would be interested. It, it would be nice to ask him in the seminar, what was the original plan? Say you were able to get that other building. Were you actually going to have that thing open all the time? Like, where were you going to get all the text from?
3: Yeah. Did work
2: full time in that place? That was interesting.
3: Was a lot I was folks I, that, that donated a lot of time and a lot of effort to, to getting that stuff up and running. There's... They did. Oh, yeah. the crew.
2: I was uh, I was called into action one of the times I was there. Yep. It's like, oh, could you help me with this? And then we both worked on a game. I it was somebody there. I don't know who it was.
0: Yeah, I got pulled in one time with uh, an older Bally, and we were working on it. And then you came over for three minutes, Ron, just to peek in and like, oh, okay. Just have fun with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not was, here to you know, fix games, damn it.
0: Yeah, I know. So uh, yeah, so that's another lost.
2: Yep, another lost location. Yeah. So next, I have Godzilla.
0: Godzilla from Stern Pinball. From
2: Stern Pinball, we got to see gameplay, Pro and oh, premium. Yeah, premium and Pro. Since it's taken so long to do this episode, we've got to see both. Yes. What do you think? Impressions.
3: Oh, great! You, John, did you look at it and see both? I have not seen it yet, so I have oh, unfortunately my. not uh, much help to you. Fail!
2: Fail! You need to get on YouTube <laughs> yeah. right now and watch this. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, well, I you like first, it. Bruce. You like it.
0: I like it. I think the uh, Pro is a little too stripped for my tastes. Okay. I do like the, the raising of the, of the building. That's you like really the Doctor good. Who building? I like the Doctor Who building. I like the papa you know throwback from it also with the the oh, carpet yeah. on the...
2: yeah the carpeting i don't know if you've seen this job but like they have a building in godzilla that goes up and down and in the building there's carpeting and it's a copy of the carpeting that was at the papa facility in pittsburgh yes. oh, so i thought that was pretty cool and the
0: building where the balls come from is the building that was across oh, the is, street is it
2: the warehouse yes that stupid dilapidated warehouse they couldn't yes, tear they, down they
0: couldn't get take down
2: yeah Cool. Took up like
0: 100 parking <laughs> no, yeah. spaces alone, so yes. I like it. I love the multiball with the music from uh, Blue Oyster Cult.
2: Oh, you mean, you mean the, the one I said that they should put in the game? Yes. You're welcome, yeah, Stern.
0: I, I think the gameplay is really good. I like the magnet for the uh, the side. I like the toys. I think it's going to be another home run for Stern. I just wish they would get rid of their backorders.
2: Yeah, they keep coming out with the new games and they're still behind with games. A
0: lot. I think some people are getting a little cranky about this.
2: Do you think people maybe canceled Mandalorian orders once they saw Godzilla and said, ah, we'll get this? I would. You would? Well, we know you love Mandalorian.
0: Oh, I love it. But no, I, I, I honestly, the best designer right now at Stern is definitely Keith. He's just knocking it out of the park. The only thing that's going to hurt this game, as I said, is the title, Godzilla. Because, you know, if you walk up to a key scheme, Iron Maiden, great game. Most people that walk into an arcade or to a pinball hall are going to look and say, Ooh, there's a Monopoly. Ooh, there's, you know, Star, even Stargate. People will probably flock more to a Gottlieb Stargate than to Iron Maiden. But the problem is, Iron Maiden's a super awesome game.
2: That's a problem?
0: Well, it is a problem. because for theme for an operator trying to make his money back on the Godzilla
2: is not as big a theme as, say, Mandalorian is. Because Mandalorian is is basically Star Wars.
0: Exactly. So if you were an operator, you keep your Mandalorian order. If you're a collector, you might have dumped your Mandalorian and tried to get on. And another thing I was really surprised about is 1,000 LEs. And they sold out like...
2: That. Yes, they did, at an increased price, which will be our next topic. But yes, yeah.
0: Uh, what did you think?
2: Ha, <sighs> okay.
0: Uh oh. Now this is the Godzilla guy who has been begging for this.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I might as well. The artwork is interesting. Yeah, I wasn't happy when with when I the cabinet. first saw the artwork. I thought Avengers. That's yes. weird. It just it's like that in that style, which I didn't really see that being the style for Godzilla just to be, and, and he's green. Yeah. I think they used some of the promotional material from the day and he was green in that. And that's what they went with. I've never seen Godzilla is, is being green, but other than that, I mean, everything that should be in the artwork is in there. All the monsters, as far as the rest of it, it's like if I was in the meeting where they were coming up with all the stuff for the game and they just took all my ideas. Like what, what I've been saying, it's got to it have blue oyster cult in it. And I think, well, when would you use that? Well, I would think maybe the start of whatever the main multiball is, yep. it goes off. Boom, there it is. I said it has to have all the other mo- – well, it needs to be the right Godzilla. It needs to be the one that everybody remembers, the, the old Godzilla, and that's what it is. Then it needs to have all the other monsters in it. Yes, it does. And it needs to have monster battles. Boom, it's all in there. I mean, I know I usually say I have to play it first. I do have to play it first. But unless this thing plays like complete ass, like completely different than it did in every stream I've seen of it, I will be getting a Godzilla. I'll just say it right now.
0: And it will be a premium, I guarantee oh, 100%
2: it will be a premium.
0: Yeah, so were you not impressed with the Pro as like me, like I was?
2: The Pro, the magnet looked like it was used way more in the Pro. Yes, I agree with that. Because in the Pro, in the, in the premium, when you hit the building, when the lock is lit – it actually goes in, and, and a vuck throws it into the top of the building. So it's a physical ball lock on the pro. Since the building doesn't move, you hit it into the building, and it just like goes around the left side yep. and comes it out, around. and the magnet just grabs it and then just flings it, and that's your lock. So the, the magnets used a lot more, and it's pretty cool. I, I really like that. I did. That's a new thing that that type of magnet. And I love the way it has the one, was it, destruction jackpot where the magnet holds it and it builds up the music and then it releases it right in front of your flipper. But it's not like a super easy shot, but it is makeable. Has a repeatable loop shot already. Boom. You got me right there. I was in League today. I played Iron Maiden and just started looping over and over just because I like to, even though it's not really giving me a lot of points. It looks absolutely awesome.
0: And you're going to get the Insider Connected or whatever it's called?
2: The Insider Connected thing that I will never activate. Wow. I could tell you, I watched the stream and every time you got, what do you call it? An award? Or what that's not what they're calling them. What are they calling them? Like when you, you complete, like, you know, you start this and you get this award a goal, or, or, a or goal, goal whatever. Yeah, there's another name they use for it. But it makes this sound every time you do it, which kind of goes over the top of the regular game sounds. And that's just, nope, that doesn't work for me. I'm that anal. That would bother me. Because the sounds on this game, you know, I know I've gotten on Jurassic Park for the call-outs and stuff in that game. This is the opposite. The, The guy that was in the trailer, at first I really wasn't into that. And then when I actually saw it and heard it in the game, it's perfect. It's perfect. The music. It has the original theme music in there from Godzilla. It has the Blue Oyster Cult song, but also has a lot of up-tempo rock numbers in there. It is awesome. It does have the guy, it has the one guy from uh, Jurassic Park, the, uh, we've lost another truck. We only have one truck left. That guy, he's in the game.
0: Now, I have the biggest question for you of all.
2: Uh, Yes, yes, sir.
0: Are you going to have your game in Japanese? Or in English. Well, you could,
2: you could pick either. I would do English just because the Japanese, when they picked it, there was no subtitles. They need That's to add, my fault. Yeah, they need to add subtitles just if they want subtitle. it. Yeah, they want to go all out. They need subtitles to really give it that authentic feel.
0: That would be the, the icing on the cake.
2: Yeah, maybe a future update. Who knows? Yes. You would think that wouldn't be too hard.
0: No, 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 I don't think so. Or
2: maybe it is because they got to figure out a place on the screen for the subtitle. So maybe it would or be a
0: It's a little bit nice and underneath, like it wouldn't be like a regular TV.
2: So if you wanted to buy one of these new Godzillas, you're going to pay more. But why? I think, which goes into our next topic. John, are you familiar with the Stern price increase?
3: Uh, I've heard of it, but I don't know exactly what it was in terms of how much.
2: He, I'll tell you. Yeah,
3: hold on, dear. I'll
2: tell you. Yes. So, starting with Godzilla, prices have gone up for pros, $700.
0: And all pros will go up after the first of the year to that $700 increase Yeah, all also. pros,
2: all other pros will go up $300 now. Yep. And then the remaining 400 at the first of the year. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so unless you're going to say it, part of that is the insider connected, but only a small part of that.
3: I can tell you firsthand, the price of the supplies is going up. It's, oh. it's tough. Oh, this, yeah.
0: But 10%? Well,
2: now your premium. Yeah, I know, it'd worse. Your premium is now $1,200 higher. Your LE is $1,300 higher. Mm.
0: Now, Ron, this goes, now let's say if you didn't own Deadpool, mm-hmm. and you, there's a run coming up. This is where I see the problem with having this humongous backorder. Because lately, Stern has been pushing off their original orders to later in the year or maybe even next year. But wait a sec. I ordered my game maybe two months ago or three months ago. Maybe a Deadpool.
2: Or maybe you ordered an Elvira, which already went up, and you had to cancel and reorder. Is that going to go up again?
0: Is that going to go up again? And then what if they push it back till January? I get nicked again for something else? You know, that kind of thing. You know? It's not my fault that there's a supply and demand issue. And if I ordered it beforehand, do I – should I get hit after the January 1st hit? That's what I'm kind of you know talking about. Like, do I – why should I, if I ordered it, say now? And they said, oh, yeah, you'll have it by December 15th. And then like in Jan- – or December 1st, they go, oh, there's a delay with parts. It's not coming out till January 10th. And, oh, by the way, you owe us $400 more. Because it goes now with the edict of it's after January 1st. Mm-hmm. That would suck too.
2: Yeah, it does. It, it sucks. But I mean, prices are going up across the board. All yeah, over on everything.
0: Know? Inflation is key. Uh, oh, it's free
3: money. All this money <laughs> floating around. <laughs> <laughs> They're spending it all over the place at auctions. Oh, God. Oh, I God.
2: I, I Like I said, I just... I picture some... Some oil tycoon, like in Saudi Arabia, was ordering, getting all those games for his palace or something. I want that Rocky that's painted white for some reason, that has no side <laughs> art.
0: <laughs> now, are you, is this going to stop you from buying a game, the increase, Ron?
2: In the case of Godzilla, no.
0: But I, I can see it more towards the operator. It's going to hurt the operator. $700 self.
2: in the operator, yes.
0: It's a that's big hit. a lot hit. of quarters. That's, that's a lot. lot of quarters. 700 games. Let's just say it that way. Straight off. It's $700. And 700 are they the cheapest games.
2: anymore? That was always the thing. Like, they still had the yeah. cheapest. Like, how about if you wanted a Hot Wheels?
0: Now it's, that's the cheapest. Even with their little increase. Their,
2: their surcharge thing, yeah. Yeah. That's right. David Fifth of American dream of American pinball. We now have the most affordable machine. Yes.
0: You know, and it's a built. It's really well built. They've had really no issues with Hot Wheels.
2: Poor John. Is there like why? Why did I just hear Dusty Rhodes? What did that have to do yes. anything with pinball?
0: <laughs> what the fuck did that all come out? You know. <laughs>
2: See, David Fix of American Pinball. We, we we create. Everyone has to be a wrestler. So he's a, he's Dusty Rhodes because he's the American yes. Dream of American, American pinball. pinball. It just makes sense. <laughs> Robert Mueller was was Hulk Hogan, but you know.
0: Now he's Hollywood Hogan. Now
2: he's Hollywood Hogan because he went full heel and took everyone's money. And I now he's, and he I'm joined screwed. the NWO <laughs> and stuff. Yes, he uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, for the operator, I think it's going to hurt. $700 is nothing to sneeze at. because no. You're splitting it. You're splitting. It, so it's going to be at least 1400 games. If you're selling at a dollar a piece, because some operators do 50, 50 splits. So it takes you 1400 more games just to make that up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is yeah, connected the off, insider going increase? Yeah. Is connected insider going to make that much more money for you?
2: No, not really. Yeah. In- you mean insider connected? Think I love it. Connected. You're, you're going mean, to say it wrong every time and it's going to be every great. Every
0: time now, just to piss people off. Yes.
2: But yeah, insider connected. It's not going to make that much money for you. And my-, my question about insider connected is is it going to cost anything? Are you going to hit up? operators again with more money to use this when you're already charging them more for the game, which is supposedly not just in, not just the increased cost of materials, but it's supposed to pay for this new thing. Yeah. I hope I hope they don't make them pay anything else.
0: I, I think they're going to,
2: you really think they're going to, they're going to hit really operators to have this on.
0: Well, not, op, well, not operators. They're going to, they're, they're going to include it in every game. So that's the $300 increase, but I think it's going to be on the app side that they're going to increase it. They're going to make the app eventually...
2: Instead of like free...
0: $1.99 a month. Or, like, if you get a lifetime subscription, maybe it's twenty nine ninety nine. And then if you maybe if you scroll in and you scan your thing, maybe you could get an extra mode in the game. That's where I see this coming to.
2: Uh, yeah, DLC. Yes. Oh, it definitely right? will be DLC eventually. Exactly. There'll definitely be stuff that you have to be a member to see. Yes. There's no way that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, and... I just, I just don't know if it's the right way.
2: Eh. I see, I'm, I'm more open minded. I don't do any of that stuff because I'm old, and I don't play new game. But I, but I watch, I know, but I watch a ton of Twitch. I watch a ton of modern gaming, and that's a big deal. Oh, it is achievements, unlocking things. It's a big deal, and it's, it's about time they did that in pinball. So I, I actually I, I like the direction, but for me personally, I would never use it. It like for the games in my house, I, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah,
0: and that's another thing. You know, you get these achievements. You know, I know that they're gonna know some of them are on location, but some are not gonna be. What makes it so like the wait a sec? I'm the repair guy at my location. I have a connected inside, inside connected. And I go through all my thing, and I hey look, I can get all the things right like this, ding 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 ding, and just pull the glass off and play.
2: You're talking about the extra check mark if it's a game yes. on location that's verified. Yep. Yes, I, people at a location could still cheat. Yes.
0: Exactly. So what's the difference? There's not a hundred percent way you can't. It's not hundred
2: percent, but it's way easier to cheat if you're home.
0: Oh, of course.
2: I mean, we know we know John takes the glass off his centaur all the time and starts multi-ball <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs>
0: He just hits those four OR buttons, ORBS, and bang! There comes a ball popping out. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> Destroy centaur. Oh, that's one of my earliest Expo memories. I think it was uh, Vince the Corn. He brought the in corns. a centaur with like an obscenely overpowered sound system, and my God, you could hear the thing in the the you could hear it two rooms over. Oh, wasn't that not like in the late nineties? Uh, early two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah. You yeah. did it. Yeah, and I was like. I need this game. Just just hearing it like, this is the most incredible sounding game ever. <laughs> Destroy Centaur. All right, so that's the stern price increase.
0: And we're not happy about that. But we understand that some things have gone up in value.
2: And price. We understand here at Slam Till Podcast, because that's what we're all about, is understanding.
0: But like, hey, you know, if I want that next game, what do I get? Do I get my Godzilla? Or do I go to an old game that's coming back out? Like, oh, Willy Wonka.
2: Yes, Willy Wonka. They're going to make more Willy Wonkas, more LEs.
0: So if you've been waiting for your Guns N' Roses for almost a year. If you've
2: been waiting for your Willy Wonka, that was originally $9,500, the LE, I believe. You can now get a new batch of them for only $11,000. Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. $500 more. Than Guns N' Roses.
0: Yes. And the funny thing is, if you've been waiting for your Guns N' Roses, why didn't they put the time into the second line to get all those back orders out of the Guns N' Roses?
2: They're having the same problems as everyone else. They, they can't get workers, man.
0: Oh, bullshit. Because they can wait. A sec. They have guaranteed the Willy Wonkers are to be gone and made by the end of December. So guess what? I guess Somebody's Guns N' Roses
2: is going to be delayed further, huh?
0: Yeah, exactly. So you've just pissed off more people, holding their money longer, for no reason.
2: I, I do like Willy Wonka, though. I know I'm in a min- minority, but You're
0: definitely in a minority. I love the that way one. that thing shoots. Oh, it shoots great. Just they needed more animation in the back and everything like that. It's just
2: more assets, huh?
0: Yeah, but now you have extra goals now in this now too with Willy Wonka, because they couldn't be one you know one upped. They now have their own goals Well, they
2: Yeah, well, they have scorebit. Yes, they do. So they're going to have quests, just like PinQuest did. Poor PinQuest. They were doing this first, and now everyone else is going to be doing it, like for the the other manufacturers. They're going to be doing the quests, because Stern is going to be doing the quest, so they they had to add it. So they're going to be doing the same stuff. It's weird that they're doing it with Waka first. You would think, like, Guns N' Roses would be the one they would do it with first.
0: Well, I think Willy Wonka was planned as their, you know, to get the second line running. So I think that was their big, hey, we need to get this done. Maybe boost sales.
2: They've score bidded all the games except
0: the worst game of all,
2: Pirates and dialed the in. the best game dialed in. Yes.
3: No, no, it's not.
2: What do you think of dialed in, John?
3: <laughs> it, it's it's quite the game. I tell you, it's uh, I've had the opportunity to play it a couple of times and. Um, it's
2: that. <laughs> You're like classic Lawler. I can't wait to own one of these. Dead silence. Okay. Crickets. I love it. All right. Uh, I think he disconnected. That's that's got to be the reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they for a score bit. I think they just went by how many they sold. Yeah. Like the least amount that they sold were the ones they did. Like the two least ever they ever did was pirates. And dialed in, so they're going to be last. I'm guarantee you dialed in will be the last one they do.
0: And now, does this bring up another thing where they could run another game after this? Like Pirates, people are bringing up, hey, we need Pirates back, you know?
2: They should for what it's, it, it's <laughs> what sold it's for, for at the auction.
0: I know, but it's just, you know, I don't see... One person from Jersey Jack said, well, one step at a time, let's get these out first. But I don't see that What about that Toy kind of, Story? Who knows? It's been over a year.
2: I heard the same rumor in a couple places that one of the delays with Toy Story is when they got the rights, it was similar to Pirates and that they got next to nothing. And they didn't want to repeat that. So they were trying to get more stuff for it. I don't know if that's true. I
0: hope not, because that would be a shit shit show happening.
2: What, them getting more stuff for it?
0: No, getting less, keeping less and still making the game. Mm -hmm. That would really suck all these people who've been jonesing for it.
2: Well, Wonka ain't the only new game coming out. Well, it's not a new game, but uh, more copies of an older game. We have some more new games. Yay. You sound really excited, Bruce. Come on, just pretend you're excited. I can't. You can't? You can't get excited over Queen?
0: No, because it's not going to be for at least another year.
2: Okay. But uh, (laughs) are you happy at least that there is going to be a Queen? Yes. I like,
0: I love the band. I like this. I I just don't trust Pinball Brothers quality.
2: Yes. Pinball Brothers. Hey, what the do? Which are not Italian. (laughs) Okay. So the, (laughs) the the story on this one is this was going to be the queen was going to be the game after alien. They got the rights for it. Uh, As we found out the rights they got for it were for live versions only, which is fine, which is fine. And in, in this case, normally I would say that's not fine. But with Queen, that's fine. fine. So when it was bought out by Pinball Brothers, went to them. And I know at some point, Deep Root actually tried to buy the license off of Pinball Brothers and they declined. So what happened is this past week at some, what is it, Queen store, Pop
0: up queen store.
2: A, a pop-up up queen, queen store it's gonna be there till the end of this year. It's like the all queen stuff. And in there they have a non-working, non playable queen prototype.
0: With the flyer on top. You can you, you grab a flyer.
2: And uh Pinball Brothers says yes, it will be coming out next year. Mm-hmm. And you can see the, the play field. It was I guess Dave Sanders and Barry Ausler and maybe others. Design this. Maybe it was others, originally yeah. designed as a wide body and it has been shrunk to a narrow body now. Mm-hmm. And it has an upper play field with Brian May's guitar
0: and a lock area in the back, also.
2: It has drop targets blocking various shots. You hit the target down and then go, go through the Behind shot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the artwork has been quite polarizing.
0: Yeah. The backlash is hideous.
2: Well, it's hand drawn. It's, it is hand it's, drawn. It's not, it's not Photoshop. Have you seen any of the uh, Queen Pinball, John?
3: I'm looking at Pinball Brothers website and I cannot even find it on the website. Go to uh,
2: uh, yeah, Go to pinballnews.com. Yes. Ah. They have
0: they, all, a lot of screenshots, yeah. a lot of playfield shots.
2: Because Martin, he, he's, he lives in England. I think he went there yes, himself and took all these did. pictures. Oh, high quality pictures of this thing, especially that you can get a nice high res picture of the playfield.
0: I like the machine. I like the sh- looks like the shots and everything. I like the kick up for the uh, through the ramp. It's almost like a scared stiff kick up through the ramp and.
2: Yeah, I I don't know what they did with John Deacon's hair.
0: Oh my God! It's like it I was mean the, like the other ones. They, up 80s. Yeah,
2: they they look they look like themselves except poor John. He he's got John this looks- poofy hair. He looks like he looks like Bob Ross. <laughs>
3: That's, I'm pulling it up. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it
2: looks like yeah. Bob Ross. Yeah. The interesting thing is, you could tell this is made in Europe. You know how? They don't care about certain things that would never fly here. If you look in the one spinner lane, they got a fat bottom girl there on a bike, completely naked.
1: Nothing wrong with
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's from a promo picture. These are all just hand-drawn copies of, of various artwork that's or mm-hmm. pictures, photographs. And, yeah, that was the one that was in the... Uh, I think that was little fat bottom girls and bicycle race. There was a video for yes. bicycle race and they had all these basically nude women on bicycles and they shoot them from behind. Yes. And I'm looking at that, that caught my eyes just like, Whoa. Okay. You could tell this is made in Europe.
0: Were you excited about it?
2: I would have rather seen Stern do it. I mean, I knew pinball brothers had the license. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised to see it. Like when I, when I first saw the post on it, I looked at it, and the first thing I looked for was the uh, speaker panel to see if I could see where it said Pinball Brothers on it, and I saw it. Like, yep, yeah, well, okay,
0: that's it. Yeah, and then they've seen the crappy holes through the, the
2: uh, back glass. Yes, and there, and there, the yes, lock. the lock that's actually the lock, in yeah. the translate. Don't you love that? Oh. Stupid. It's as shitty as it looks, trust me. Yes, I've seen it in person. Hey, what you talking about? We make, we make a lock, we cut the
3: hole, and we put the lock in and we're good. Hey, yeah, don't, don't put it in the cabinet where it's been for decades. We're going to put it right in the glass. Yeah.
2: Their uh, facilities are in Italy, hence Bruce's very offensive Italian. I'm good at that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. And also the two-slot uh, coin door, You can, it says 25 cents on it, so you know this thing is a total mock-up.
2: And I'm looking, you know, it's like, yeah, it looks like Brian May. It looks like Roger Taylor. It looks like Freddie Mercury. And then like, John Deacon, what the hell happened to your hair? It looks that like knows. Yahoo serious. He looks like he put his finger in an electric socket.
1: Electric socket, Thank you. It's just <laughs> the same thing.
2: And i never seen him smile like that either. He usually was oh, blank faced. That was his great. whole gimmick. He was yes. your prototype, like in the background bass player.
0: Stone, very stone-faced. Very, yep, I'm going to do my thing.
2: Yet he wrote, you're my best friend, another one bites the dust, a kind of magic, I want to break free. <laughs> so when he did write songs, they were pretty damn good.
0: Yes, they were. But uh, I think it looks pretty good. I'd be interested in it if they get their quality better, which I'm going to find out how good their quality has gotten since Zach's gotten his aliens, since another one of our friends is getting his alien. Uh And it's it's another batch.
2: Another batch. So we'll get to see the improved quality. Hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Because the first two, I know who own them.
2: Well, I'm I'm excited. I mean, it is.
0: It is a new pinball machine. Yeah. It looks good. It's an upper play field in it.
2: Uh, The upper play field, the flipper bat up there looks like a Williams flipper bat. Like it literally has the Williams logo on there. So they might want to, you know, kind of get their own flipper bats going there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) blank i like the guitar shape though. that's kind of a cool idea it is a cool idea i actually liked
2: it yep and that's the iconic brian May red guitar big red yep big yep.
0: red if their quality gets better hey you never know i might be in, i might be interested right now no
2: but um that's not the only pinball brothers news no oh, yes pinball brothers also announced and th- we knew this was coming because this was announced when Alien came out that eventually there was going to be an LE version of Alien.
0: No, 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 no. Excuse me. Rephrase. Well, no, no. Me.
2: Originally it was going to be LE. But uh, now that it's out, of course, they couldn't call it LE because they needed to create another term. It's the LV, limited version, because we can't oh, call my. it LE. You know, I know we we bust on these companies for each using their own terminology but that's nothing new how many different names for pop bumpers are there you had thumper bumpers pop bumpers if you were williams they were jet bumpers
3: yes. jet bumpers
2: yeah you, you can't agree on one topic or one one name so no. i mean you got jjp it's the collector's edition stern it's the limited edition what what is it it's spooky what is it called? It's not the Bloodsuckers edition anymore. Is Cash Scrab! Cash Scrab edition? Okay. And in Pinball Brothers, <laughs> it's the LV edition. Yeah, it's just,
0: it just burns my, and it's just like melting my brain. And what comes with the LV version?
2: Let me do a marketing voice. Glimpses of the long-awaited limited version of Alien. Take the plunge into the alien world, an experience now enhanced by limited artwork. Custom cut Xeno head side armor and lit inner side blades and backboard. Fight through the legendary movie scenes with rotating interactive beacons adding to the experience. Okay.
0: How much more? Uh,
2: I don't know. How much is it?
0: I don't know. I think somebody was saying... It was like like,
2: 8,000 something. I think it was. Wait a minute. Fight through the legendary movie's scenes. Mm, yeah i know the english is uh, if it's movies scenes i would think it'd be apostrophe s
0: hey but you don't worry about my english okay someone
2: will correct me that it's not apostrophe s there but it it doesn't look right
3: uh website says 85.95 for the standard version sv and uh, 10,695 for the limited version lv two thousand dollars
2: the beacons are very small
0: yes they are they're very itty bitty
2: The artwork's much better in the head.
0: Yes, I agree. The artwork is much better. That is much better. Yes. But other than that...
2: uh... Actually, have you ever played Alien, John?
3: I have not had the chance to. No, I have not.
2: You have not had the chance to watch the xenomorph head fail 85% of the time?
3: I am so Uh... sorry. I have not watched it fail.
2: That's the sound it makes, but only when you turn the game on.
3: It makes a horrific
2: grinding <laughs> noise when it comes out in test. But during the game, it doesn't make that noise. It's nice and quiet. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, man. But uh, again, I like Alien. It's one of those, I play the game, and it's like, damn, I wish this was made by someone else or, <laughs> or constructed better. It's just, yeah, ugh.
0: Yeah. Strikeout.
2: Uh, well, it won't be. I think they'll – does it say what they're limited to? A 1,000 units. I don't think they're going to yeah, sell 1,000 units. I think they're in a fantasy world there.
0: I think I'll take that one zero away from the backside and you're good to go. Oh, you think it's a 100 <laughs> units? That's it? Yeah. Okay. $2,000 for that added stuff? No way. Okay. No effing way. Okay. If you do, you're stupid. Congratulations.
2: Wow. Okay. Mm. All right.
0: But that's not the only game. We got more.
2: We got more. What do we got, Bruce?
0: What did Chicago Gaming announce this week? Oh, okay. Well,
2: it's not really new. We all knew it's coming out because they already announced
0: it. Yeah, but we haven't seen any information except for something new this week. Do
2: you like Cactus Canyon, John? Yep. Would you like to play a new version of it?
3: Sure. What what the
2: heck? So (laughs) you're going to get a chance. I don't know when, because the press release was somewhat confusing, which I will go into. But there was a press release... That came out from the Chicago Gaming Company (CGC), announcing that Lyman Sheets and Josh Sharp have been contracted to develop new and enhanced software for Cactus Canyon remake.
0: And then one dollar from the sale will go to the IPA.
2: <laughs> IPA. Oh God. <laughs> well, there's a few things that I'm confused.
3: Maybe yeah, they'll have a, a decent match sequence. Ooh, oh okay. yeah, because I...
2: doesn't have like no music or anything. It just like Nothing. yeah. Well, here's a few issues. I, I. I'm really into timelines and stuff. When things don't make sense, I kind of get confused. What is it? A month ago at some pinball show, they announced this was the upcoming game. Six weeks
0: ago. It's from this weekend. yes. Which
2: surprised absolutely no one because everyone knew this was the next game anyway. Now there they said it was going to have new software, software by Joe Mm
1: Schobert,
2: who also works for American Pinball. So it's just like, okay, there's your new software. Then this comes out. Does that mean is this is in addition to stuff Joe Schober did? Or is, are they just shit canning everything he did? Is it already done? When I s- say that, because the, f- the first sentence makes it sound like, this is it's, its what it says. Chicago Gaming Company is pleased to announce that Lyman Sheets and Josh Sharp have been contracted to develop new and enhanced software for Cactus Canyon Remake. The way that's worded, how would you take that? Like, they're already done with it? They're working on it? Or... They've j- literally just been hired to do it. How would you take that statement?
0: I take it two ways. I think they are. Well, what I had, the biggest question is, is it going to be the original code and then you can switch it to the That wasn't my question. Code?
2: That wasn't my question. From that statement, what do you think?
0: I think they are making an enhanced code.
2: No, that's, that wasn't my question. I'll, I'll try, John. Uh, <laughs> how would you take that <laughs> paragraph? Did wow. they just hire them to do this? Have they been working on it already? How is that worded to you?
3: From my take on it, they're working on it already, or it's yes. already done.
2: Really? Yes. Even the That's way it says, "have been contracted,"
3: will have well, been means been past. Yeah, that they, they have That's been I'm contracted, which which assumes that they've been working on it.
0: It's not like we just hired. They would say if it was hired here. We just hired. You know, Lyman Sheets and... Well, a few
2: paragraphs down, it says, we are pleased to be working with Lyman and Josh on this project. Their knowledge, enthusiasm, and excitement has been instrumental in taking this game to a level beyond our expectations. So that tells me, yes, they are either done or currently working on it. Yes. So, Bruce, Lyman Sheets. Uh, Okay. uh, Josh Sharp? (laughs) What the hell is he doing?
0: No, no, no! It, this is very simple. This is so simple. Lyman Sheets
2: is George Michael, and Josh is the other guy from Wham.
0: <laughs> he's the other one from Wham. Wham.
2: <laughs> uh, the reason I say it is because everything I've heard and been told by people in the know is Lyman does does Lyman like he he yes, works alone. On. He does his yep. his own thing. He doesn't have. You get the full Lyman experience. It's all Lyman. So it's just weird. There are two
0: theories behind us.
2: Two okay. Theories. Okay. What's your theories?
0: One, Lyman's working on it and Josh is the coffee boy. Okay. <laughs> he, and he likes his two creams and a couple sugars. That's how he likes his coffee. So Josh, don't fuck that up. The second thing is, <laughs> the second thing is maybe he is, I don't know, maybe a consultant or. You know, Josh has a pretty good pulse with games, and his father does also. Playtester.
2: Yeah. He's playtesting for the less skilled players.
0: Because he is the second best player.
2: There you go. We figured it out. And this family. Lyman's too good.
3: <laughs> yes, Lyman's way too good. Lyman is a world champion, don't forget.
2: I don't
3: know if he touched on this, but it says here that uh, from Pinball News, it's saying that the code is now finished. Ooh, Oh, see? okay. This just in. And- uh, Turning to Cactus Canyon Remake, Ryan said Chicago Gaming has worked with some of the original Bally Williams design team to add additional features which will make it more like the game and the original team wanted it to be. The code is now unfinished, he said. The Playfield toys have been upgraded and some of the decal artwork has been given a more complete look, Ryan said, although they never touch the original Playfield artwork.
2: Can we have John on all the time? He researches better than we do.
3: Well, we suck.
2: We suck. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, it's the trifecta. There's always safety in numbers.
2: That's yes, true.
3: Exactly. You can have me on any time. I I love this.
2: <laughs> well, let's see. The other thing that I have heard from multiple in multiple places, and I will say this is just a rumor. I've heard that Lyman is actually working for Raw Thrills. Yes. Which then that would make a lot more sense if Josh is on the front. For those who don't know, Josh is the CFO. At Raw Thrills. so yes. I mean, he's he's contracted to do this. There's no way he would ever leave Raw Thrills. He's a freaking executive. I think he's been there for like 10, 15 years.
0: Yeah, he's been over there. He's been there for a while.
2: Um, so, so
0: he just wants his dollar. He just wants his dollar. He wants his IFA. dollar.
2: Give me your dollars. He he's having Lyman put a special code thing in that just gives a dollar to IFPA for every game played. Yep, <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I know I know there's too. probably people listening to us right now saying, "Hey, you said he wasn't a CGC."
0: Didn't think he was. I didn't. I thought he.
2: Well, technically, he's he's co- contracted to do this, so
0: he yeah, can go anywhere after this.
2: Well, maybe he maybe he's could work for Stern again. Who knows? Hey,
0: hey, you come you come work with us, Lyman. We we fix
2: everything. He's gonna come us. to Pinball Brothers? No, he's not Italian.
0: <laughs> hey, you're not
2: here. we 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 went 969. <laughs> yes, but the thing is, he. Oh, you just threw me totally off there with your stupid <laughs> Italian stuff. I totally forgot what I was going to say now. Um,
0: crash and burn.
2: Baby. Crash and burn. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited. I think it will be a bad game.
2: The thing I'll mention is Lyman this month is going to be on an interview with the uh, on the Super Awesome Pinball Show, where supposedly a lot of this is going to get cleared up, like what he's been doing and all that. So there you go.
0: Recording this Saturday, actually. I have the inside information on that.
2: Wow. You are such an insider. So I can check that off. CG so Cactus Canyon.
0: So you're gonna buy one now, right?
2: Uh no, but I always liked it. I like I liked it more than most, because I'm I'm a sucker for the old western themes and stuff, and it's got freaking guns on it. Come on.
0: Here's your bounty. Oh
2: uh, yeah, I always, yeah. Here's your bounty. Loch is left. And Sarma! Everyone knows that. (laughs) All the Barts, all the different Barts.
3: It says that they have over 850 playfields currently uh, ready to start assembly. So I think that uh, they're planning it for it to be a hit.
2: Yeah, got that right, Pilgrim.
3: But we still don't know
0: pricing. Uh, no. Now, hold on. I am really scared for this pricing. Yeah,
2: now now that Lyman is involved, this this yeah, this makes it a little different.
0: The pricing's increased probably I'm thinking a thousand bucks. Easy. I'd agree.
3: Easy.
2: Now is Lyman doing this just to keep their streak up? Because think about the games they've done. Medieval Madness, Lyman Game, AFM, Lyman Game, Monster Bash, Lyman Game. Wait a minute. Is this all of them? Yeah, this is like so now the one that wasn't a lineman game will become a lineman game. Yes. <laughs> that should be their thing. CGC, all linemen all the time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that
0: mean, hey, that means good luck for you then in the future. Demo man.
2: Uh, I like Demo Man the way it is. There's nothing wrong with demo man. I'm thinking more like Champion Pub, the lineman edition or something. No,
0: we can find out about the three, wow. shell, three seashells, finally. The three, three seashells? Really, yes, we can finally realize what they are.
2: <laughs> All right. I have a little game I want to play. And this is, this is good because we, we have John on. This, okay. is a, this is a very easy, it's a guessing game. I want to do this because when Godzilla was first shown... Everyone always says the same thing when, when they see a, a Keith game. It's like he's got to have a higher bill of materials than everyone else. And there's so much more on his game. There's so much more on his game. There's so many more. And with Godzilla, there's so many more cool mechs now. He actually has a game with cool mechs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I wanted to do a game where I'm going to give you two games, and you have you have to guess which game has more mechs. Very simple. And these are all recent, more recent games.
0: And you're gonna distinguish between LE premium and, and prokay yep. okay, on the same page. Yep.
2: I'm gonna let you know what a mech is. This is what we define as a mech here. A mech is basically there is a page in the CERN manuals where it's got the drivers. Basically anything a transistor's firing. I'm gonna consider those mechs. Except so what for I'm not about except every... a knock, we'll, we'll exclude knockers. We'll exclude the shaker motor. We'll exclude, like, the um, coin counter that no one ever uses that's just used for mods, like on every stern. We will also exclude two coils that are used in every game, which is the trough, kicker, and the auto launcher. Those are not part of it. So what we are including flippers, flippers pop bumpers, you know, ejects, anything that fires a coil, magnets, and motors. So do we got that?
0: Okay. I'm all good with this. Okay. Are you good with this, John? Yep. Yep. Okay.
2: Da, 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 da. Okay. You ready? Deadpool and TNA, which has more mechs? These numbers are courtesy of our own Zach. Okay, Bruce. Which one?
0: I'm counting. I'm all- I'm, count- I'm counting. So. Eh. Oh wait, he's cheating. He's counting. No, nope, I'm actually counting in my head. Oh. That's what I'm doing. I have nothing. No. I'm saying TNA.
3: I I said TNA as well.
2: Okay, you're correct. TNA has 12. Deadpool has 11. Most people will be like, what?
0: You're forgetting two pieces that are very important in that game that would make it actually what it is, is the gates up top.
2: The gates up top.
0: Gates up top that allow the ball to yeah, fly around. Yeah, they're included.
2: They're included.
0: I know what I'm saying that's what oh. people don't remember uh, about that. Well, game, and it has the individual
2: right? drops, drops, which each of them is its own coil. Yes,
0: right. But also you have you have two kickers up top, you have a s you have three flippers, which same as the Deadpool.
2: By the way, that was Deadpool Pro. I should yeah. these are all pros, unless I say okay. anything else. Mandalorian Monsters.
0: Pros, right? Mm-hmm. To try monsters. I know mean, monsters. Also,
2: all right, you're going against the gain- grain on purpose because you're going to get them all right. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> monsters is correct. I won't yeah. give the totals yet because I'm going to say monsters or Black Knight Sword of Rage. Pro,
0: pro. Okay, so, uh, I'm going to go uh, monsters. I think it's still
2: monsters. Nope. Black know. Knight Sword of Rage is fourteen. Monsters has thirteen. Mandalorian has ten. Okay, here's one. I'm going to give you a good good one here because everyone says that this game is completely barren. Godzilla or Led Zeppelin? Pros now.
0: Led Zeppelin has more.
2: John?
3: (laughs) I'll go with Zepp as well.
2: Correct. It has way more. Godzilla has the least amount of mechs. Well, we define as mechs of any Stern or any game in the, at least the last five years.
0: All it has is a magnet.
2: If you remove, yeah, if you remove the flippers and the slings, it literally has, it has a magnet, one pop bumper and the, the scoop. That's it. Yep, that's, that's, right it. that's it. That's <laughs> it.
3: Raise the price, reduce the mechs. Yes.
2: Well, th- th- for those who like, he has a higher bill of materials, like, well, you know, depending on how much stuff above the play field, yes, he's got a lot more of that stuff there. But actual things that move, that they fire, it's significantly less.
0: And here's the sad part about Mandalorian having 10 while well, Sword of Rage has 14. You still get the crappy plastic ramps on the Pro. All
2: right, here's another good one for you. Guns and Roses. This would be the LE. We'll do the LE on this one. Guns N' Roses, L.E., versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Premium.
0: Uh, Guns N' Roses. Turtles.
2: Guns N' Roses. Okay, we got Guns N' Roses and a Turtles. Answer, Turtles. 17. Wow. Guns N' Roses, 16.
0: Wow, I thought those, those lights in the back would have helped.
2: We'll end it with... Uh, I want to get a good one here to end this with. But some of the ones that are interesting... I also have the uh, remakes here. MMR, Attack from Mars... Those those are interesting because Attack from Mars remake, 17 max, Medieval Madness, 15. Yep. They got a ton. Black Knight Sword of Rage premium or Godzilla Premium.
0: Still black ro uh, black uh black light
2: yes. Yep. Seventeen. Godzilla yep. 14. Yep. For all the sterns released in like the last five years. Actually, maybe more. Seven or eight years. Which one had the most mechs? It was a premium. Premium LE. It had 21 mechs.
0: It's got to be, what's it called? Uh, X-Men.
2: Nope.
0: Oh, really? With the pop bumps and everything? Wow. I would have
2: pop bumpers. That was your guess.
3: Yep. Comes to mind, it's Tron, but I don't think so.
2: No, Tron had 14 The game is Star Wars. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh, because the motors, all the magnets floating around.
2: There you go. Just thought that was interesting. Especially the Godzilla, the Pro only having eight total. That was, because what brought this up, I was looking, the Godzilla Pro manual just came out. That's how sad I am. I said, like, ooh, a new manual. So I'm, like, reading through the manual, and they have the page with all the coils on it. And I'm looking at it, and it's like, there's only like three things here, really, out of the, you know, that aren't the usual that, that all the games have. Just look, well, actually, all games have pop bumpers, but, you know, the single pop bumper, the scoop, and the magnet, and that's it. Yeah. I was like, damn.
0: Told you. I told you the pro was pretty sparse. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, he, well, okay. How much do you think the premium got? It has 14? Yeah. Which I'm trying to think. I think it has, but yep, has, has the um, the motor for the well, it has the and motor the yep. for the building, the motor for the bank thing in front of Mechagodzilla, the magnet on Mechagodzilla, the vuck to lock the ball in the building, and then the release. So it's really just two areas that has all the extra mechs.
0: Yep, and I think well worth the price.
2: So you think that's twelve? Well, was it? Yeah, seven hundred. Twelve hundred. How much more though is it? What are the prices now?
0: Seven hundred you said and <laughs> well, seven hundred
2: more. I think it was the original what is it? 60- right, so $67.99 or sixty
0: eight ninety nine. And- I think it's
2: sixty nine ninety nine or so, because I think it was sixty two ninety nine and it's seven hundred dollars more for the pro. And then I think you're talking almost eight K.
0: Yeah. Over eight K. I think it's eighty four. I still think it's well, you know. I'd rather have the premium.
2: That was my deal. How many mechs? I do have another note here. If you were going to Expo to grill Mirko about their playfields, you're out of luck because he's not going to be there. (laughs) That could be COVID. That could be many things. It's not necessarily. Uh, Herpes. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, That was him, folks, not me.
1: John, herpes too. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, let's see. We had a tournament over the weekend.
0: We did?
2: A world-famous tournament.
0: World-famous in our minds.
2: Does John know what it's called?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so.
2: It's called the <laughs> Slam Tilt Oh My Pinball Tournament, or Stomp Stop. for short. If you haven't noticed, our mascot is George DeKay. So that's why we say uh, things like, oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> and we have a life-size uh, George Decay. What, what do you call those things? Cutout? Cutout, yes. cut yeah. Hardware cutout. Yep. And if you play in a tournament, you sign George.
0: I have a crotch area.
2: He travels Come to stop wherever it is.
0: Yes. At this time, it was at the world-famous Rochester Pinball Collective in Rochester, New York.
2: Really, Bruce? Where's the address if I wanted to go there? When are you open?
0: We are open Thursdays from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., and on Saturdays from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., and we are located at 349 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York, Suite 2965. Come on down and check us out. 47 pinball machines ready to go.
2: I know for John, that's like nothing. You know, he's got (laughs) 100-plus machines, but I mean...
3: Yeah, but these are all set up and working. I, I don't. I can't <laughs> oh,
2: that. there you go. We we got them there. Our, our
0: oldest is 1955. Oh, what's that? Uh, what's it? What's it? Uh,
2: let's see if you can get it.
0: Got leaves. Not super straight. Straight it's, shooter. Uh, straight shooter. Yeah, straight shooter. Wood rail. Oh,
3: 59. Wood, wood rail. I, that was my first wood rail. Still have yeah. that too.
1: Wow.
3: <laughs> that Sam Harvey says it's the only wood rail that plays like a wedge head.
0: Yeah, it does play pretty quick. Yeah. And it's got some strength in the flippers, definitely, too. I will agree with that. You can actually I love
2: that game. It's a great yep. game.
0: Yep, we have it at the co-op.
2: I got excellent.
0: You did get excellent. You were very good.
2: See, John would actually know what that means. On the on the back glass, you get yep. different ratings good. depending on your score. Better. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. And the top one, genius. Genius. Yeah. We actually had someone get genius.
0: So uh, we had 27 players. We were supposed to have 33, but, of course, Canada – did not open. Well, the United States didn't. Did open not their open their doors. To that right. to automotive people. You can fly in, which makes no fucking sense, <laughs> right? Yes, you can. You can't bring COVID in in the car, but you can bring it in. You know, you can bring it in with the car, but you can't bring it in
3: with, on the plane. Yep. Yeah, planes no trouble. You can fly it on in. No problem. Fucking fuck nuts. Our government is.
2: Well, isn't there like quarantine and stuff involved there too if you fly? No. no, Oh, you can literally just fly in and fly back? Okay.
0: You you literally, if you were were flying in, a Canadian person can fly in and do whatever they wanted to and then fly back out. But if you drive in, you can't drive through.
3: Isn't that opposite of what it used to be? Because they were like having people like fly into America, and then they were hiring an Uber to get them into Canada or something.
0: That's what they were trying to do, but uh, that was that that got stopped really early on. Yeah, it's just it's just stupid. It really is, you know. So we had, we were supposed to have thirty three. We had twenty seven great players. Ron made a finals.
2: You sound surprised there.
0: Yeah, I was. very I surprised. was more
2: surprised you and Zach did not make a finals. Oh,
0: we we're in B. We finished in B.
2: Bruce Sandbag to get into B, which he then won. I did win. <laughs> Sale.
0: Yep. And then uh, A was a really good matchup between Rabin Davidson, Towley, which is one of our local guys.
2: Towley is not a local guy.
0: He is New York State. So that's He's all New it's. York State. <laughs> yeah, well, New York State's a small little state, you know. We'd have...
2: He's like five hours away.
0: <laughs> Jerry, Bernard, and our fourth person was Joe Lemire. Massachusetts. And
2: who won? Uh, Well, here's the thing. It was going really well.
0: Oh, God. Here we go. Until
2: the end. And if you've listened to the podcast before, we've brought this up. And it keeps happening.
0: No, it's not the longest playing game. Me and Zach have proven that. So,
2: I didn't even get into that yet. So, the final match, They're basically, they ended up being a three-way tie. Yes. So, they had a playoff on Lord of the Rings. And we're streaming this, and thank God I brought extra batteries. But Raymond was the top... Well, he wasn't actually the top... He was the top seed remaining.
0: Remaining. He was the third seed.
2: He picks Lord of the Rings. And never have I seen a situation where he picks the game. Everyone that was still there that was watching the finals was like, ah, shit. Everyone watching on stream was like, ah, shit. Everyone in Raymond's group who was going to play against him was like oh shit that says it all and they played for 45 minutes we had to watch and it
0: wasn't the longest game still i proved that to Zach.
2: it wasn't as long as the last time you insisted on putting lord of the rings no, in no, which no. was an hour in
0: that tournament that was not the longest game
2: that's fine there's, okay, that you, should, that everyone, should not be in saying, the no, damn everyone tournament. Everyone keeps on saying that's the longest
0: playing game. It is not the longest
2: playing game. No one wants there it was in the tournament. No one wants there was it in the tournament. No one wants it in the tournament. This is an ongoing thing, John, if you want to always yeah, argue two about games this.
0: Longer. Can you name <laughs> the two games that were longer?
2: Oh, probably like Guns N' Roses.
0: Nope, wasn't in the tournament. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't.
2: It was in the finals. It was pickable.
0: It was pickable in the finals, not during the tournament. What was the two longest games in the tournament?
2: Alice Cooper? Nope. Mando? Nope. Okay, I have no idea then.
0: Star Wars? Two minutes longer. AFM? Four minutes longer.
2: AFM, I could see.
0: But Star Wars, your favorite game was longer.
2: I love your... When he picks this and no one wants it, and then Bruce is there, well, if you can't have Lord of the Rings, you can't have Star Wars. I'm like, okay. Fine, take it. I don't care. I, I I'd rather Zach have them both doesn't.
0: out. Yeah, I know Zach doesn't.
2: I don't care what <laughs> Zach, whatever. I'm sure if you told that, like, can we not have Star Wars and then we'll not have Lord of the Rings. Bruce just refuses to remove this game.
0: And that's it. But it was, everyone counted as the longest playing game and it wasn't.
2: You do realize, Bruce, it wasn't the longest playing game because three people were on it, not four.
0: Guess what? I mean, on the Star Wars, it was a three-game person game also. It was a
2: three-person. Who the hell was playing Star Wars for that long?
0: A lot of people. Who? It was, uh, Who? Look, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Give me two seconds. I got to go back into the You're thing. You're pissing me
2: off now. This is ridiculous. Oh, okay. Match play. You got to play match events. play my ass. I, I, it's, again, take the damn thing out. Take them both out. I don't want to see that in the damn tournaments anymore. No one wants that game. Look it up, bitch. <laughs> I blame Raymond.
0: Oh, I do blame Raymond for that one.
2: I mean, he picked it because it was the game that he had the highest degree of skill involved. So he would have the advantage, I would say. That's why he picked it. But I he could have picked dialed in. Why didn't he pick that?
0: Just so annoying. I wish he did. That would be more fun.
2: By the way, if you haven't, Raymond Davidson won. Congratulations. Yes,
0: he did. Congratulations, Raymond.
3: Congratulations.
2: Congratulations. We all expected you to win. Wow. <laughs> Poor Raymond. Like anything other than winning, would be considered failure. (laughs) It was. That's got to be when when you're that good, where you just expect to win every tournament, and if you don't win, you you fail. Yes.
0: And they got nice trophies, and they got cash, and our next tournament's scheduled for November 13th.
2: Ah, November 13th. Is it going to be a special, is it going to be a a lunch party or anything? Oh, God, it's a two-day qualify. Yep.
0: You can only qualify in six games. But it's going to be as you qualify in six games, you get one or two Mulligans, you get to play them twice.:
2: When's the final Sunday?
0: Saturday afternoon, so we're going to open early on Saturday.
2: You said two days though
0: Thursday and Saturday.
2: Oh okay, so
0: Thursday or Saturday, they can qualify and then play and uh and you can buy Mulligans, so the tournament's going to be free to entry, so if you enter, it's free to play, but you can buy Mulligans to take away. And get another chance at which is kind of cool. First time we're doing that. And then we're talking about a flip frenzy in December.
2: Yes. Of course, you'll make it when it snows, so I won't be able to go there.
0: There's some fucking going on right in and there. But you always have a place to stay.
2: It snows a lot in, in Rochester. It snows every
3: day in Rochester. Y- yes. Right. It does.
2: That's why John moved to California.
3: That's why I moved from, to California from the Midwest. I, I'd had enough snow.
2: Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. You are smart.
3: Very smart. Except for I don't know how you could afford it out there. It's fucking
0: ridiculously priced.
3: Yeah, <sighs> yes, oh man. Don't even get me started.
0: Oh, I can imagine. How's those gas prices out there for you?
3: How much are you paying for a gallon of gas? five bucks a gallon. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. You
0: know which I paid today? Or yesterday? dollars Oh where? Costco.
2: Really? Yep. I got two ninety nine at BJ's and there was a line.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a big line. 297 yeah costco out here has a huge line i mean we're talking like 20 to 30 minutes to
0: wait damn but if you're saving 40 cents on five dollars (laughs) hey
3: oh absolutely uh i um actually i I dropped off the easy pinball cabinets at the shipper on friday and i had to fill up the rental truck with diesel and costco was 80 cents a gallon cheaper for diesel than uh, the normal you know run of the mill stations Oof. Ouch! Big shout out to Costco, though. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I love Costco. I love my Costco.
2: So, thanks everyone who played in Stomp.
0: Yes, thank you. And we're going to have some more stuff coming up.
2: Thank you, Rig, for working. That was nice. Yes, it,
0: rigged It was pretty good. You know, we had a couple of starters.
2: Uh, yeah, and I, f- I found out some other stuff I got to fix on there. But still,
0: it's a work in progress.
2: It's a work in progress, but we actually got the whole thing filmed, we didn't lose cameras all over the place. We had, um, it's all uploaded already. So if you go to the uh, twitch.tv slash ROC pinball, you can see the finals, all the qualifying. You can also check out the ROC pinball YouTube channel, and it's all already been uploaded.
0: And a special thanks to Ron. Ron did do a lot of stuff behind the scenes.
2: And I made the finals, which was weird. And I got through a, a round. I got into semifinals. You
0: okay. did. Then you into the buzzsaw. What
2: did I do? I oh, I had a huge game of Star Trek. Yeah, which I listened to that back to hear your commentary, mm-hmm. and I loved your comment. And like, I should have never sold the game. <laughs> How could you sell a game you're that good at? Yeah. What did I, I got? Kobayashi Maru. I finished Kobayashi Maru, and I actually That's That's I got good. into the yeah. second round of of modes, and I was playing one of them, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't finish it. But I realized, uh, Uh, well, no, I had to hit the side ramp. That's one of my issues with Star Trek, is that they have no insert for the side ramp. It's just literally the thing above it with a light that flashes, and you're supposed to notice that.
0: You have to notice that. Why don't you? Yeah. But you didn't do that shabby on Star Trek, see?
2: Well. What's next? Repairs. (sighs) Oh. We know John must know about repairs. He's building cabinets. He's got 100 games. It's probably fixing things all the time.
3: I got my soldering on right here, right here while we're talking.
2: Ah, there you go. Let's have a an update. You had the blackout situation, I think you mentioned in the last episode.
0: Yep, I have a blackout with a rotten dog board in it. And I started going through all the coils.
2: To review, the issue is basically it just, it just locks all the coils on, and then pops the uh, fuse, just inter- just intermittently.
0: No rhyme, no reason. No
2: reason. You could run the thing for a day without having a problem, and all of a sudden does that. Boom. And the problem is he fixed it for the dude, and it keeps going to his house and keeps having this issue.
0: So now it's been saying at the co-op. So what I did first is I, sh- I actually shotgunned it. I put all new diodes on all the coils. Then I forgot about one coil that's still hooked up. Mmm. Which coil do you think I forgot about?
2: coin door interlock
0: coin door interlock so i cut that out of the position and it hasn't blown in two days so in between us acts like we have ron's what do you call those Kahoot boards, boards. Uh, Kahoot boards that are honestly incredible there's a lot of extra data you have with the leds for every switch every solenoid that fires it actually has a corresponding led on the board to tell you what's firing which is incredible if I can get a set of these boards, I'd buy them in a second, which I don't know if they're making them yet. They said they were going to be doing it, but are they?
2: Well, you keep going. I'll check their site.
0: Uh, and Zach pulled that board, uh, you know, the the Rotten Dog, put this board in and Ron's board in, and for two days it worked perfect too. So now we're up to four days straight. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't leave this board in here, here forever. Here you go, Bruce. Uh,
2: September 14th update. Main MPU boards and driver boards, which is what you had, are unavailable again due to part shortage. We are (laughs) unable to build more boards at this time. We anticipate receiving parts at the end of October. These boards should be available again in November 2021.
0: I'll probably buy a set. Literally, just because of having the goodness of these boards for a test board is incredible. So I then put the old board back in, the Rotten Dog one, and I put the old... I also had a power supply in there from something else. I put a new power supply in there... Now with the old power supply, hasn't failed in another two days. So I'm going to give it two weeks. If it doesn't blow up a fuse in two weeks, it goes back to the guy. But I really think that front solenoid – like every front solenoid – we don't have a Williams early system in our place. And I was looking up on the internet, and they're saying it's like between 400 and 500 ohms, which everyone's like, what? The Bally and the Stern kickout coils are almost 550 and 530.
2: Coin lockout.
0: Yeah, the coin lockout, sorry. But when I tested the one that was on the blackout, it was only at 190, 200. Yeah, it sounds low. Exactly. Especially for constant duty. Exactly. So I cut it the hell out. That could have been the big drawer. Even though it doesn't sound big, it's always on at that amperage.
3: And that coil's been hot for 40 years. And exactly. And it's starting to get a little crusty. And next thing you know, winding starts shorting and the resistance goes down. Yep.
2: And for home use, there's really no point in having that thing there's hooked no up. no point.
3: Just cut it out. And done.
0: Right. So hopefully that's it. I'll know another week and a half. So the next time you hear us, we'll see if it goes back to them or not, or if it blows again. And uh, thank you for all the people who actually commented and talked about it, mostly bashing Rotten Dog.
2: Well, <laughs> we'll hear that. But we have pinball... <laughs> PCB.com is the site. Check them out. Buy their products. They're excellent. They've been around for 15 years. Their main board and driver board combo when they're available. not, not I shouldn't say combo. They're two different boards. Absolutely they're $425. Bucks.
0: And the good thing about them is if you want to use the 40-pin connector, you can use it.
2: So you could ask for it to be populated. Otherwise, if you buy them as a combo set, they'll just give you like an old IDE cable. And, and that's the 40-pen. They it use, like, great. a separate it, – it, yeah. And they, they sell, like, power board. They sell, they sell most of the crap that's in the Williams system you can get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very nicely done. So I will be probably buying one of these when they do come up.
2: Yeah. And if you do custom ROMs, this is also oh, another one. It's the way to go because you could yes. just burn them and use them just like the original boards. Yep. Uh, so next – Big game. Oh, the big game. I got to experience this.
0: Yes. And this
2: so, been a- basically been Basically, I'll try to give a quick version of this. Big game's on the floor. Blows the solenoid fuse. So they replace it with a one-amp slow blow, which is what it says to put it in. It keeps blowing. So they've tried everything as far as just desoldering all the coils, putting them in one at a time, trying to find the bad coil. However... It seems to be more a number of coils. Once you get a certain yes. number of coils on there, it just blows diffuse. The fuse.
0: There's ten coils on there. Any variation of seven out of ten, it's good. As soon as I put the eighth, any of the eight coils on there, it blows a one amp.
2: So wait a minute. Now I'm, here's the well, problem. Wait, I'm confused I the way you worded it. So it has ten coils total. Yes. So if, as long as you hook seven of them in, it's fine. Yes. As soon as you put the eighth one in, it blows. Yes. Okay.
0: And it could be any combination. Like it'd be three drop targets, three kickouts, a slingshot. And then as soon as I hooked that second, that second slingshot, pop. Yep.
2: Yeah. You tested all the coils' resistance. They're all fine. They're yeah,
0: all the same. All the mechs are free. So then we ran a whole new power wire. We ran a power wire right from the rectifier board up to the fuse. Took the flippers right out of it. Still blue. Same amount of coils. Then we were really going to go drastic and cut out, like, you know, run the power to each coil differently. And Zach's like, I don't think it's that. I think it's just the age of the machine getting too old. So I had fuses around. I'm like, oh, I got, you know, like asked some of the guys like, hey, what if fuses do you have in your box? I'm like, I got, one guy's like, I got 1.25 because that's what Flight 2000 calls for. Pop a 1.25 in error. Blows that like that, too. So we know it's above the draw of 1.25 amps. Another guy goes, I got a 1.5. Put the 1.5 in there. Not a problem. I usually check the games when I first get them for all the fuses. I did not check that game originally. It might have had a 1.25 amp fuse in it.
2: Or a 1.5 or a 2 amp or yeah, something. Yeah, and
0: I didn't check it. One of the guys who also works at the co-op just ran. Looked at the thing, said, Oh, it needs a one amp fuse, pulled it, popped the new one in, and it kept on blowing. So I don't know if somebody overfused it beforehand or not, but everything, ohms wise, tests good. Any combination I'm using out of, the, out of the power bus, as soon as I get the eight out of the 10 coils, it pops it. So I guess what I'm doing? 1.5. Don't do this at home.
2: <laughs> well, you guys have a captain card there that had interesting fuses.
0: Oh my God. So Zach got a, a captain card from a home in Victor and he likes it because it's the high hand at a ball and we pop it open. First time he sets it up. He, now, when we got there, it powered on. He looked at it. He knows I noticed that not everything was working. He's like, here, here's your $500 done grab it. I want this game. So he grabbed it. We opened up the game for the first time, Put legs on it. He bought a, uh, he got a plate for me because one of the plates are stripped out. Mounted up, he pulls the play field open. I look, I go, wow, it's really clean in here. And I go, oh my God. And I look, and there's three fuse holders. There's a machine screw in one,
1: <laughs>
0: there's a wood screw in the second one. And then there's brake tubing in the third one. <laughs> all three direct line fused, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Yeah, yeah they're extra. direct, all right.
0: They're direct. And I had the picture and I sent it to everyone and they're like, what? And then one of our friends will just say his name is Josh. He goes, I didn't know I had that many 10 amp fuses in my house. Meaning the screws. (laughs) Wow.
2: It also is missing where the coin box would be. They they cut it out.
0: Somebody broke broke into it. Long time ago and took the cash box. What the key was. You just cut the bottom of of the cabinet out, reach in there and grab the coin box. That's what it also has. That's like, you know, like a reverse sunroof.
2: <laughs> reverse sunroof. <laughs> so, yeah, th- that was interesting.
0: That was interesting. So, uh, big game's going to go back on the floor. Luckily, we're always there when the power's on. I'm not too worried about it. Honestly, for the coil draw that much it's going to be you have to hit a lot of coils before it actually would heat up and go to the one point five, which it never did for us at one point five, we kept the coil test for 20 minutes. didn't pop at one point five, so I don't think and if it guess what if it melts something and blows something up, now I know what's wrong.
3: I'm not worried about figure it you Yep, the old smoke test.
0: yep I don't honestly, I don't even care. Rick and Morty will be coming into the co-op in the next two weeks. Joy. I know you can't wait, Ron.
2: I can't wait to not play that game.
0: Oh, it's going to be in tournaments,
2: everything. I'm sure it's going to be in tournaments. <laughs> you ever play Rick and Morty, John? I haven't. You're not missing much.
0: Comedy-wise, it's funny. Video assets are really good.
2: Oh yeah, the, the software is fine.
3: The playfield. The playfield
2: is... is yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Right. Ron, I'm looking at you. I've got the old stuff laying around, so I, I don't get out much.
0: But <laughs> sure. well, we both have old we all we're a big old stern and Bally, so we we definitely we like the old stuff. But Ron has I think Ron has more new than I have now.
2: Uh yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. But yesterday I was working on the Quicksilver. And? Uh I was just doing a shop job on it. I never really went all the way through that game because for the longest time it was like half mine. And then yes. and then it was like kind of just stored in a room. It wasn't set up. Now that it's set up again. Got the play field that, well, I think on a previous episode, I said about the, the wiring that I kind of fixed. Or put it back in the wiring harness so it wasn't sticking out for some strange reason. Got the play field out of the game. Just found a few miscellaneous screws and stuff at the bottom of the cabinet, which I ended up using because I found where they fell out of. Rebuilt all the mechs, which there's not that many mechs in the game. No, It's like two slings, the eject, three uppers. The two drop banks. I'm not touching the out hole kicker because on the sterns, whenever I put into a new coil sleeve, I clean everything, and then the out hole kicker will always be too strong, and it'll fire mm-hmm. the thing, and it just goes right back into the, uh, it goes half into the um, underneath the apron and just stays there.
3: Yeah, Right. the trough exit there. Yes.
2: Yep. So I, I would say, and John could confirm at least on the on the sterns. It's like they fire it too hard, and it bounces, yeah. and it goes right back in, and then it just sits there, not far enough to, to actuate the switch. So it, you're just stuck, so you got to, like, tilt the thing to get it out. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to touch it because it's always worked fine, and I know, I know if I clean everything in there and make it all nice, it's going to fire too much, and then it's going to be a problem. Right. It's not much on that play field. I have all the plastics off. I put all the LEDs in. Bruce, you'll be happy. Love LEDs.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Nice uh, warm white LEDs. And it's still kind of dark, even, even with all those LEDs.
0: Green absorbs it all.
2: Green, the green absorbs it all.
0: Right, All those penises absorb the light. The, the
2: penis, yes. Yes, it has penises on the play field. Um, so I'm just waiting. I, I got some rubber kits coming from Titan.
3: Mmm, great. Do you put a reproduction play field in that?
2: Not yet. Not yet. We Uh, have them. We we have them. But see, I'm going to let Bruce do it first, so he can find all the things that are wrong with it. That's what always happens. Yeah.
3: Well, I thought maybe you're still letting the clear coat harden.
0: My guy actually takes it down and then redoes the clear. Gotcha. He's really good.
2: Just in case holes aren't in the right spot or something, I'm hoping he'll come back and he'll be like, "Everything was perfect, Ron." I'll be like, "Okay, now I I feel more confident." Yeah. I think that's all i have
3: John have you done any repairs uh, I'm in the process of rebuilding an Elvira in my garage right now it's going to go down to the local barcade where i've got some machines on location so just kind of giving it a nice little clean up and getting ready for that to go down there and uh, this party monsters help. or is this uh this is the scared stiff
0: okay scared stiff okay. uh,
3: and like you i uh, Very much prefer incandescents for home use, but when I put it in commercial use again, I do switch it over to LED. Nope.
0: All the games at the co-op that are mine, if they're not LED factory, incandescent. (sighs) Okay. I'm an asshole.
3: Everyone commented on it, too. Like, wow, it's really dark.
2: Yeah, it's really dark, Bruce.
3: Well, those old ballys and sterns, those connectors fry up so bad with you when you run so much GI on them. So I've, I've realized that it's just a saves the service call.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I look at it as this. I always put new rectifier boards in now. New rectifier board, new pins, new connectors. And then usually they don't burn up. I've had one burn up, even with the new stuff, and that was my stars. But that's the longest playing game on location I've
2: ever. Longest playing?
3: Long as playing the original at, stuff it, is, is, is made very, very well. It just needs a little freshening up after 40 years. Oh, yeah, no. I don't even bother because all those
0: leads and everything. Really, just get the rectifier board, 65 bucks. It's the cheapest 65 bucks you can do. And then just make the new connector on the other end. Done. Not yep. even a fan fader thought. Done.
2: Let's see, I didn't have anything else except we'll the finish it bag. up with the ball bag.
0: Yes, and that will bring us into another thing, so...
2: That's what we call our mailbag, John, of course, the ball bag, because right. we have to be bag. different. We have to be vulgar at all times.
0: Of course. <laughs> We're big pervs and
3: big assholes. Well, if you
2: listen to any of our episodes, you'll notice they all start with a Beavis and Butthead clip. That should give you a Just good a idea of what you're in for.
3: Yes, I, I've definitely listened to enough to know about the ball bag.
2: All right. There you go. There we go.
3: <laughs> the first one
2: is from uh, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Says, hi, guys. Tune into the final games of the Mando launch to hear Bruce's Mando rant. Oh, I totally agree <laughs> with Bruce. Fuck
0: yeah. See? Redemption.
2: When the pinball world champion is asking in the chat, why is the shot worth so much? You know things aren't good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the same. The scoring is totally unbalanced. So bad. On the head to head podcast years ago, Ryan asked Dwight, when are you going to fix Ghostbusters? And Dwight angrily replied, what's wrong with it? That was the end of Dwight's games for me. Yeah. Oh, there's more. With the Rotten Dog Six uh, System 6-7 board, those are shit. I've had four. Two were good. Two were shit. I had all sorts of issues with them. Rotten Dog never replied to my emails. Check that the mounting brackets aren't touching the solder pads on the back. That's a known issue with those boards. They put the pads... Cause,
0: yeah, because uh, it, was, it was one through three. I have version four, which they fixed that. One is pretty close, but I then used, uh, you know, electrical tape.
2: I said the pads are way too close to the screw holes. Okay. Thank you, Dave.
0: Thanks, Dave. Thanks for redemption.
2: Redemption against who? Are you talking about Mando? Yes. Okay, just because you hate hate Mando.
0: No, I hate Dwight Sullivan. Yeah,
2: you asked him to retire. That's pretty mean. Yes, I did. That's pretty mean.
0: And point.
2: Now we have our, our tech. Scott, he says, look into yopsicles for the LEDs. A yopsicle.
0: I, I like my yopsicle. My nominee
2: nice. for product of the year. Wow. You replace the socket and lamp with a small circuit board. Just like a small, like a little circuit board, like a little light board. He's got them in warm white, which looks great under yellow and white inserts. Blue green not as great, but still acceptable. The new ones come with a 470 ohm resistor in them. You know, I used to hate LEDs, but these are close enough for me. Wow. I'm
0: I'm actually doing a Xenon right now, and three-quarters of the light sockets were bad. So I contacted the guy whose machine is, and he goes, well, needless to say, I have about 100 yopsicles. I'm going to send them to you. And we just got them Saturday, and me and Zach are looking at them. And these, unfortunately, do not have the resistors on them. He must have an earlier batch. So now guess what we got to get?
2: Resistors? Yep. Hmm. He's going to start making them in strips as well. So the electrical tape on the harness is really common. And it's like, Yes, I, I, the electrical tape was in a different part of the harness. And actually on the Quicksilver, it didn't have the electrical tape in the usual part of the harness, I see it, which is great when it comes out of the play field. They would put it on so when it rubs against the side where the, where the prop arm is, the metal edge, it doesn't like cut the wires. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Rotten Dog Combo Board. It's likely the blanking, just like WMS boards. As you know, they suck. <laughs> a race to the bottom in terms of pricing. Their best product they have is the Gottlieb System 80 board, since it's a straight copy of the Gottlieb board, but with NVRAM and a combo ROM. Yeah. Because you have to get the blanking to react faster. Someone really needs to come up with a delay circuit for that, like a reset generator for the solenoids.
0: It would be nice.
2: Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. We have Greg. He has a suggestion for a segment. He says, hi, fellas. I'm updating my pinball wish list, and the question always pops up pro or premium. Out of all the commentators, your perspectives on the matter I value most highly. Oh, my.
1: Ooh, oh, my.
2: It is well thought out. You don't get overexcited by gimmicks. You understand value, especially Bruce, and your opinions Touchy. accord very closely with mine. Instead of trolling through 100 year hours of your old episodes, oh, come on, what's the problem with that? What the fuck? you got <laughs> to have dedication in this fucking thing. Yeah, Again. how about you do a segment or two or three, and which is best, taking into account value, pro or premium, for each of the machines? Then maybe at the end, you can have some awards for Best Manufacturer Designer Pro category, Best Manufacturer Designer Premium category.
0: Okay, so Ron, I'm leaving this up to you.
2: Well, okay, Greg, just give us some games you want us to... Uh, Yes. Say which ones we think are better. For example, I could say Guardians of the Galaxy. I would always take a pro. Me too. There's not enough. And I played because they have a LE at the uh, co-op. And the hands don't really bother me. And what does it have? It has the LEDs, the color changers that the other one and doesn't have. It has have. three magnets. It has, three it has magnets. the three magnets. But I, I don't feel it's near enough value to justify getting a premium.
0: No, no, no. I definitely get a pro on that. So give us a list of 20 or 25 games. You want 20 to go or over. 25
2: games. It's like all of them.
0: Well, no, well, no, no. He wants to cut out. He doesn't want to listen to 100 hours.
2: Uh, oh, so, so, so we have to go through everything.
0: Games, it's easier. And we can break it up into multiple
2: episodes. We'll call it the Greg segment. Yes. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. We have um email here. It says, not a hugger shirt. Not a hugger. He sent a link to a shirt that literally says, Not a hugger for for Uh, me.
0: What I was telling before COVID was, you know, John, we'll get you into this one. I tell everyone to come up to Ron at a tournament or at a, you know, a show and go hug him. Mm
1: -hmm. But now with
0: COVID, I tell everyone now to not hug him. Just go up to him and do the demo man, wave your hand in front of the other person's hand and just wave and say, Hi.
2: Okay. Because
0: Ron's so popular. Ron's so friendly with like you know i'm so friendly yeah
2: parnell hi parnell hey parnell he's gotta be one of our oh he says love the show still he's been emailing us he's been emailing us for ever check this out he links to a pin side topic which actually i believe was from scott our scott he's working on lightning and catacomb software mods to change the multi-ball locking behavior Nothing more frustrating than getting multi-ball going on these two games. And then, yeah, you relock them and the multi-ball multiball's over.
0: Yeah, or the same with Gamertron.
2: And he wants to put spinner, ca- uh, spinner counters in and et cetera, et cetera. Parnell says, can't wait to hear the next episode. Hope you guys can play Godzilla and let us know. I did get to play Halloween at Tilt in Minnesota. Didn't like it. The inline the lane dribble and hit a scoop and never know where it will come from. Sucks hard. See? Hmm. I did see a Halloween uh, stream. Actually, it was yes. from uh, Tommy from the, this flipping podcast. And he's a, be- he's a better player, too. So I got to see, and, and just him explaining the rules, like, yes, you have to hit this ramp six times to get in the upper play field. It's like, ugh. Half the things look like placeholders in the graphics. I agree. It's like it has no clips. But supposedly, they're having an update this month, and there will be 15 clips added. And it needs it, man.
0: I think Ultraman's going to be the way to
2: go. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's funny. An Ultraman
0: next to a Godzilla. Next to another Godzilla. It's
2: almost like the Afterthought game is now going to become the, the more game. desirable of the two. It's kind of funny. Yes, it is. Okay, so that's that. Then we got Josh. Josh says, hi, guys. I'm new to pinball within the last two years. Love the show. I recently heard an episode that said you would change out the coil stops on newer Stearns. Which coil stop do you recommend to buy? I get the Marco ones.
0: Marco ones are fine. I get, actually, I get all my coil stops from my local place, which is Amusement Plus, which is right down the road from the co-op.
2: Amusement Plus, where are they, Bruce?
0: They're, it, it actually, they're about two miles from the co-op in Rochester, and we, it's actually called the Can of Worms. You're like, what the fuck is a Can of yeah, Worms? Yeah, what is that,
2: the Can of Worms? It's like
0: when six, uh, six highways are going into one area, and if you look from above, it looks like all these highways are going into one area like a can of worms. Okay.
2: That's they call
0: it. But they do have a website, Museums Plus, and they're very good to guys to deal with. They also sell games, and uh, they sell brand-new ice machines and everything like that, so they're really great guys. But I get all my parts from them when it's local stuff and stuff I want right away. And I'd rather keep the guy local in business. If I need something, sorry, Ooh, you're
2: you're on. On time. if I need something
0: in an emergency, I can actually call him on a Saturday. He'll meet me at the shop and go inside there and get it for me. That's nice. That's good service. That's
3: awesome
2: service. Awesome yes. service. Let's see. I have uh, is This is the last last one from Alan? Hi Al. Alan. Does Ron Bruce Alan. please Pass this on to Zach. Uh Uh-oh. It's an ad. Uh, It's a Facebook for sale. Even though I would like to buy a volley, I need to see it in person first. But Zach mentioned on the Stop 4 Twitch broadcast that he wanted a second volley for the back glass and plastics. So he sent Mm. an ad for one that's in California. Oh, boy. So John might pick it up instead. Uh, (laughs) it's, it's, It's $650, but it's been repainted. To mm. look like the American flag as stars and stripes. It's the most patriotic, the most mm. patriotic volley ever. And unfortunately, it's been sold. So I can't oh. get it now. But yeah, they put stripes on the cabinet and the stars on the head. Wow. There you go. Super patriotic volley. Yeah. Wow. Nothing says patriotism more than tennis, I think. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you think
3: of Gottlieb's?
2: Oh, God, he asked the question.
3: I asked the question. EM or solid state? Solid state. Uh, I think the later ones were awesome. The early solid states, I think, now that we have the reproduction boards and some of the, shall we say, the kinks ironed out of them, I think they're pretty, they're solid games. They're built like tanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, No doubt about it. Once we get the electronics, you know, as robust as the mechanics, uh, I think they're, and some of them are really darn fun. All right. I agree. And some are turds. Oh boy! (laughs) Uh, Did you ever hear the whole thing of how Gottlieb got into Rockwell? Well, I think they
0: went to him because their experience in space, everything like that, and
3: they thought make our
2: boards for us, make it work like it already works, but make it electronic.
3: Yes, that's correct. And they they provided no expansion.
2: Nope. Nope. Meanwhile, the other manufacturers were like, whoa, what can we do with this solid state? We could do new stuff. How how can we make new features, make it do different things we couldn't do with EMs?
3: Well, yeah, let's use Motorola. They're just down the street. Yeah. What
0: annoys me most about early ballys, though, is the non-use of diodes on the first solid state game on the Freedom. Oh. Did you know that?
3: Uh, I do not have diodes on my solid-state bow and arrow, so okay. I yep. in fact, I bought a Freedom, I sold a Freedom, and then I bought another Freedom like 10 minutes later, so I'm still <laughs> waiting to take delivery of it.
0: Yeah, they don't have diodes either. Okay. So just give you a heads up, it could be sometimes a little ugh.
3: That stuff is so robust, uh, it's made it this far. It's probably oh, a good no, idea to put diodes on it anyway, though.
0: Yeah, definitely, but it, it's I, I love the system. I love oh.
3: this, you know. Hey, Stern loved, I loved it that too. I love Stern system. I, I just <laughs> loved it so much. We're going to keep on yeah,
2: making yeah, it. Yeah, Gary Stern. I loved it so much. I reverse engineered it and ripped it off. Yes.
3: Oh. <laughs> by the company, right? That's my URL. That's That would right. be
2: great to get Gary on. And then so we're going to talk about old Stern. Why did you rip off Bally? Like the first question just hangs up. That's the end of the call.
0: <laughs> we, got, we must have got disconnected here. <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> the funny thing is, like, the one video I've seen that exists of the old Stern factory from back in the day, the guy they interviewed was Gary. Even then, it looked like he was kind of in charge, even though it was it, uh, technically his dad bought the company. But, you know, we're here with Stern president or whatever the hell he was, Gary Stern.
0: I never saw that video.
2: You never saw that video?
0: No. What's a, what are they building in the background? No, I never saw it either. Oh,
2: you never saw it? I think... It's a a local news spot, and I think they went to the factory twice on two different occasions and spliced it into the same story because some of the stuff doesn't make any sense. They show one clip, and Ali is on the line. Then they have another clip, and I think it was Big Game on the line. Oh, yeah. So I think they were there two separate occasions. They show Mike Kubin on his drawing board doing uh, Sea Witch. Nice.
0: Yeah, because I was always wondering to see yeah, how the factory Yeah, it's works.
2: cool because it, it, everyone there, they're like smoking cigarettes and stuff in the factory because, you know, it's 1980 and, you know, I guess you did that back then.
0: Oh, I have to comment on one of your comments that you did on your show.
2: I have to comment on one of my comments of what I did. Uh, yes, John, I'm on another podcast called Silver Ball Chronicles, far classier than oh. this one, where we talk about uh, pinball history.
0: And usually Ron gets something wrong.
2: Uh, yes. By the way, that's Silverball Chronicles. says can be heard on the Pinball Network.
0: Yes. Uh, definitely check you out. I, I'm very much into the history of this old stuff. That you would like then, But uh, you were wrong about one thing about Data East.
2: Oh, okay.
0: You were talking about how Data East was in the same location the whole time?
2: Uh, I think I said, like, Data East and Sega and all that was the same yeah. building. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, when did they move?
0: They moved just after they were bought from uh, from Data East to Sega. So Data East, they were always in one building. Then they moved during Sega.
2: There you go. And
0: then they stayed in a building all the way till they moved again, and you know, five,
3: four years ago, three years ago.
2: Okay. So John, when you hear that, I'm wrong. You <laughs> see, he corrected me. I
3: always well, corrected him. Well, there's always people that know more, no doubt about it. Oh yep.
2: yeah, and Bruce'll have any trouble telling you that either. <laughs> okay
3: <laughs> and he hates, I do
1: that too.
2: all right that's the end of my list that was a lot of stuff
0: yes and we'd like to thank john for coming on for us john plug yes. away
3: thank you very much i appreciate it see us at uh dixon at the end of this week see you at the pinball expo the uh end of october uh, EasyPinball.com, EasyPinball@gmail.com. easy pinball at gmail.com we're making reproduction classic stern cabinets but would definitely be interested in doing others if there's a need and a demand uh, make uh, light insert panels for quicksilver and for stargazer currently in stock and we can do any other insert panel that you might want uh, all precision cnc machined check us out and uh we're also on the social media uh, twitter twitter Facebook, Instagram, you know, even have a YouTube channel. So thanks a million for having me on, guys. Ron and Bruce, uh, I can't say thank you enough.
0: No, no problem. And if we'll get you on again, maybe like, you know, another six months from now, see how it's going and see what the future holds when for When you start t-
2: making Williams cabinets or, or something, wh- wh- whatever yes. is requested.
0: Oh, yeah. Whatever the next great thing is. Uh, Ron? Uh, Bruce? I have a job for you.
2: My job is editing this two-hour podcast, which will probably take four to six hours. What what do you want me to do now?
0: Mechanical project engineer.
2: A mechanical project engineer. What does that mean?
0: You need three years minimum minimum in a design environment. This individual is required to have demonstrated ability in designing complex mechanical mechanisms, managed projects with specific timelines, and developed ideas into manufacturable products.
2: So does designing toilets count?
0: Maybe. Uh, You work as a team environment with game designers, software engineers.
2: And what company is this for?
0: Stern, 19 days ago.
2: Ooh.
0: You can work for Stern, LinkedIn.
2: Which means I'd have to move to Chicago. Yep. Which I have no desire to do.
0: (laughs) You can become a buyer or accounts receivable coordinator or accounts payable specialist. Hey, maybe I can get my wife to go there.
2: It weather sucks there, too. Although, you're in Rochester, so you're kind of used to the weather sucking.
0: Yeah, exactly. Plus, I get to hang out with some cool guys, be like 12th or 15th best player in the area instead of, like, first or second. (laughs) 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 Excellent. But, yeah, they have a couple jobs up there right now.
2: So you've heard it here first. Check out Stern. Yes. Well, you might as well say something nice about Stern after just bashing their Mando game. And your point? Yeah, exactly.
0: But I I like Godzilla. I can't wait to play it. I'm actually looking forward to that.
2: I am looking forward to that. Will there be any Godzillas coming to the co-op, Bruce?
0: Yes, there will be. Of
2: course, because you're in Rochester. There's probably at least probably 10 of those thousand LEs are coming to Rochester alone.
0: I'm thinking three or four. Wow. And two will be at the (laughs) co-op.
2: Why? Two. Because one isn't enough.
0: One is never enough. We need two for our launch party. When's the launch party? Uh, Probably when they come out. So probably November.
2: (laughs) All right.
0: But yes, we will have two Godzillas. Like we had two Mandos.
2: Yeah, John, they had two Mandos there. Two Mando LEs for the launch party. Like why? (laughs) When
3: when one Mando isn't just enough. No, you need two.
2: You need two. Well, our own Zach has uh, three Spanish eyes, so.
0: Yes, yes. Ooh, have, what
3: a game.
2: Ah, yes.
3: yes. Gamatron. I have two Gamatrons. Yeah, we talked about that when we were doing yep. the deal for the cabinets. Yep. So how sick is that?
2: That is pretty sick to have two of them. Yep. Just <laughs> stealing them from other people. A Gamatron that could be with someone else, and, but you have to have it.
3: Don't feel bad. I had three Voltans at one time. Oh, God. There you
2: go. Voltan there you escapes go. cosmic doom. <laughs> hey, baby, we're on our way. I love that. It's just yes, got so sure. much text in that backlash. Oh, I... Do they want people to read that? that had the, I think the only game that had more text than that might have been Dr. Dude. Yes. That has agree, a yeah. ton of text in there, but it's hilarious if you actually read it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you did you ever hear the ex- explanation for why what Dave was thinking when he made Voltan? No. Okay, so Dave had decided to take employment outside of Chicago, and I met him at Pinball Expo when he was doing uh, artwork for Harley. I think this was in the 90s. And so I asked him very poignantly, I said, so what was the, the preface for the artwork for Voltan? And he had had a few cocktails at this point, and he goes, uh, well, I was – Gonna leave Chicago, so I decided to blow the fuck up. <laughs> I can see
2: that. I have met him a couple times. It's Chicago in blowing up, and he's leaving
3: with that's the right. woman?
2: Of course, yes. With the woman, yes. Yep. That, yeah. All right. On that note, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good ending. Uh, I think that's that, a, yeah, very That's a very good ending. So this has been episode 174 of the Slam Tilt Podcast. We can be found online at SlamTiltPodcast.com. Look in the upper right. All our links are there. Our Twitch, our YouTube. I even streamed a couple times in the last few I weeks. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice.
0: Dragon Fist, new code. How is it? What do you think?
2: It fixes pretty much everything that was a little screwy. Okay. There, there was a lot of stuttering and stuff that I was experiencing, and this fixed all that good also got actually i should have mentioned this before i, I also have new quicksilver code i might have mentioned in the last show it's got two spin counters for each spinner
0: yes, yes yes it does yes you said that
2: but there was some other wherever he had newer versions of stuff i downloaded them and and installed them this is
0: our own scott our own
2: scott
3: and big shout out to scott
2: uh what was i saying yes we can be reached uh, you can email us at slam at gmail.com
3: hi
0: zach
2: Isaac, fun with bonus, uh, everybody Hi, in the entire universe, in the our pinball world, group. everyone right, in our chat group, don't forget Maybe my I'll... other podcast, Silver Ball Chronicles.
0: Oh, God. you better start plugging us, or I'm going to be really pissed.
2: I plugged us in the last episode. Right. We will be recording soon. I can't say what it's about. It's a secret.
0: Hello the lines. I might be seeing the lines this weekend, Doctor and the, oh,
2: uh, Dr. and Mrs. Oh, Dr. and Mrs. Pin.
0: Yes. I'll be seeing them hopefully this weekend at York, since I'm going to York, Pennsylvania this weekend for a pinball show.
2: Wow. So if you want to meet and hug Bruce Nightingale of the Slamtill Podcast, please go to the York Pinball Show.
0: Please. Yes, please do. I'll be there Friday and Saturday morning.
2: Nice. Friday and Saturday. Mo- so you must be picking up something.
0: Uh, No, I'm not. Actually, yes, I am. Now I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wasn't as of yesterday, and now I am.
2: Okay. I'm
0: buying a uh, pinball. I'm buying a stern head. A pinball head, a pinball, a pinball back glass, and a pinball play field.
2: Oh, the game Dang. pinball.
0: Yep. It's a better condition than mine. EM team.
3: or solid state?
0: Solid state. Daddy boy. Yeah, well, I I would love to find an EM one, but everyone I've seen is roached, especially the back glasses. Yeah. This one's not that bad for what I'm getting for it. I'm getting the head, the play field, and, and the backglass, which is better than my backglass for 150 bucks. I can't that's a no brainer. That is a no brainer. Yeah, those no parts alone, especially those stupid drop targets and pinball, they suck.
3: Oh boy. I think what, Stampede or Rawhide is the only one that used it. Yep, exactly. So if I can get four
0: more, win win.
2: Okay. Well, Okay. that's the York show again. You can hang out with me. the world famous Bruce.
0: You can make fun of Ron. You
2: can make fun of me and all the editing I'm gonna be going through. Thanks to John again for joining us Thank this you week. For we
0: have Thank another you. guest lined up for next week, our next show.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: And it's somebody
3: we've never had on also. Oh, so my another goodness.
2: Thing. Oh, another good thing. All right. Well.
3: How's that for a teaser? That's a oh, teaser. My.
2: Oh, my. Thanks to everybody out there. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce.
3: Goodbye, Nolan
0: Donnelly.
1: I'm old. Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> and Ron's catching up to me.
2: Uh, that's not how it works. Yes, it is. You are always older than me. That's not... No,
0: no, no, no. You are always catching up to me. I'm... It's a percentage number. That always... You're getting lower.
2: Uh, I don't understand your logic. No one understands Bruce's logic.
0: When I was 40 and you were 38, the percentage of years you were around was greater. Now, between 50 and 40, it's a little... Minuscule difference.
2: Do you understand what he's saying at all?
3: Oh yeah. You take all the days of forty-eight years versus all the days of fifty years, and the ratio changes. It does change.
0: See, I, I have somebody with knowledge and brains with me now.
2: Wow, you're actually right. You've probably been right about everything this whole time.
0: And there's questions about
1: this. Oh,
2: my mind is blown. Oh. <laughs>